Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling special WrestleMania preview episode live from New Orleans, the Big Easy. I'm your host, the host with the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from the time I went to New Orleans and when the Saints go marching in. Anyway, let's get into it. I'm here in New Orleans. We're about to go to NXT TakeOver in the Smoothie Center, <laughs> the Smoothie King Center. It's going to be so much hard-hitting action and so many smooth smoothies. Mm. All right, I'm here with the Salami Bros, the official WrestleMania crew for the past four WrestleManias we've been to. Let me just get into it. To my left, Shebzilla, a.k.a. Jason Shabiro. What's up? Sierra Hotel Echo. Pro- no, it's me. What's up? Yeah, yeah, happy yeah. to be here. Happy to be back on the, the pod. The it king of the cash in. The king of the cash in. The custom intro kid. I'm here. <laughs> the custom intro kid. <laughs> the least hard hitting wrestling nickname of all time. Well, that's because all wrestlers have custom intros, but to be a normal guy and have a custom intro, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oof. To my right, Mr. You know this guy, Mr. Arlen Marmel. Hum. <laughs> yes. My friends, the dove has landed in New Orleans. <laughs> the dove. The dove. The dove has yes, landed. that's right. More delicate and less presidential. Okay, so guys, the sal- we are we um, just to catch you for anyone who doesn't know, the Salami Bros. That's what we call our 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 friendship contingent, and I think it's 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 it's, it's, it's this is important information. We all li- me and Sheb's best friends since we're like five years old. Mm-hmm. And Arlen uh, was a he was a New Jersey import. <laughs> yeah, we imported him like a fine cheese that we picked up during the college years. A Jersey cheese. Then we all lived together in, in the an rat's nest. Dan did me the injustice of bringing Shebs into my life, <laughs> and we lived together in the rat's nest. It was called Street and Second Avenue, straight above a Taco Bell. It was called the BJ Pen. Yeah, the BJ Pen, 15C. Um, <laughs> well, no, we called it the Looney Bin. From the bin. time I went to Italy. <laughs> 15C from the time I lived in Harlem. All right, so we li- and Arlen was not a wrestling fan. Me and Chebs are pretty much lifelong wrestling fans. Obviously, we dipped out. In middle school, like you're supposed to. We dipped out from 1996 well, to 1990. I always say it. Like I say two things about pro wrestling. Every person who watches wrestling who's like our age had a dip out. Right, because you start being like, you know what, I'm gonna check out the uh, girls or whatever, you know, whatever. Uh, I think in our case it was uh, Magic the Gathering. We yeah, were gonna yeah. check out no, Magic the Gathering. Was, Dan <laughs> was checking out girls. Shebs was checking out him, exploring himself. Yeah, I learned my my first true love was. And my... I am a late onset jabroniac. Well, Shebs had a lot of hair to manage. I had he a lot was of sprouting hair. Not anymore. <laughs> I, I, oh fuck you! I was shaving <laughs> since age twelve, which is you're true. still shaving. Yeah, I still got hair on my head, pal. Okay, so, uh, all right, Arlen's bald. So, anyway. Arlen's bald, and you and me have, I would say, similar levels of hair. Between the two of you, you have one head of hair. Get out of here. Absolutely. So, between the three of us, we have one head of hair. I have more hair than you give me credit for, but not a lot of hair. I've got more hair on my ass cheeks. Height doesn't count. It's going It's it's all about height. It's all about height. I've got more hair on my butt cheeks than you do on your head. All right, let me corral you guys in, okay, before we get too nasty. A couple nasty boys here. Nails. Shout out to the Knox bros. But, uh, so... Yeah, so we, Arlen did watch wrestling. We got in there. This was our first time that we, I think, all probably had a nice television. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we, we all mostly <laughs> watched Intervention. Though. Right, yeah, a lot <laughs> of Intervention. 
though the intervention theme song, Arlen would do a similar <laughs> AJ Styles type <laughs> intro. I, I invented that from his bedroom when we would watch it. If you if you go on there, check it out. Not the Davenport's, which is the closing theme song of, nice. of intervention. Shout out to the Davenport's. Shout out to the what Davenport's. Is it, the time is now. What is it called? <laughs> I don't know. Time it's, is ticking. Once they agree to go to get help. <laughs> <laughs> kicks in with some soft rock. But the intro is kind of like, can we play it? It's kind it's, of like Twilight Zone. I, I, I don't have enough tech savvy to play the intro. It's a great, so we immediately realized it's a great intro, intro song. And we thought Arlen's wrestling gimmick would always be, his gimmick would be intervention. <laughs> and he would enter to the bells. He'd be the, the intervener. Beep, 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 beep. Anyway, so you would come out with the hood on, right? And you would come and you would flip it up, kind of like AJ, but the only difference is you walked in backwards. I did walk in backwards. Okay, so real quick, I just want to derail this a little bit more. The Davenport song is called Five Steps. Check out Five Steps, even though there's aren't there seven steps in Intervention. I mean, there's 12? 12 steps in the program. Yeah. Oh, do we have the theme song? Working on it. I could try to play it here. This is the Davenport song. Yeah, that's right? it. No, that's the Davenport's, the Davenport man. Davenport song. Hang on, let me try to All right, guys. If you're new to this podcast, don't turn it off. We're gonna talk about wrestling. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's 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 reel it in. Let's do this. So thing. I'm saying we got a nice TV and we started watching wrestling. And I remember Arlen. Oh, there it is. They can just give this to Matt Hardy right now. <laughs> yeah. This would be my intro song. Coming in backwards, hood up. You kind of you got to crouch down a little. You build the mood. I mean, l- listen to the intensity. Does it ever break? Does it ever hit? Not, well, it, it needs a drop. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have to bring in a. We'd have to bring in a CFO. They can work it out. We get a violin in there, maybe. We need a chief. I always think about officer. that with wrestling, though. Like, do you think guys come in and they go, like, "Look, I want a song. It sounds like like I would go in there. You guys know my answer song. He's like, Hollow Notes, Out of Touch. Yeah. And I would that that would be. I would go in there and be like, "Yo." Guys, I need something that sounds like this. If That's we, definitely what they do. If, well, we AJ Styles was like, I want something that sounds like a little hip-hop but a little bit country. And they were like, they nailed it. He's like, I want a little gospel-y. And they just like got it all. Yeah. He, they just nailed it. If we all had to pick a Hall & Oates song. First of all, I'd go Rich Girl, just for the record. <laughs> yeah, Shebs, I mean, where would you go for Hall & Oates? Private Eyes. Yeah, private yeah, Eyes. They're watching you. <laughs> you would come from the crowd? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, could do a, I could do Rick Springfield, like, Don't Talk to Strangers. As my, like, what if I was just, like, a guy who gave kids candy? You don't want, you sure you don't Don't want, talk, you don't ma- talk make my to dreams strangers. come true? What I want. No one knows the words to that song. Anyway, there are no words to that song. We just, we just, we said the actual words. Those are the official lyrics. If I was to karaoke that song, I would go. You make my dreams come true. Okay, so we got a TV for the first time. We got like a nice TV, right? And so I feel like we're like still on that story. Yeah, it was a Vizio. It was a Vizio. But no, I'm saying this is how we got into wrestling because you didn't even watch. And Arlen would, like, come back from work all stressed out. Because Arlen get into real, like, corny businessman mode. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, I'm so stressed from the, the stocks. And I said, I know exactly <laughs> what could alleviate some of that stress. A nice power bomb <laughs> through a table. You're going to love it. Well, well, there were two shows that you guys watched intensely. One was, was like, Raw. Was the raw. other was SmackDown. <laughs> no, the other, the other was Lost. And I was like, I can only pick one of these. Which should I get into? Yeah. If we rewind the clocks, I made the right choice. Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. Remember when this, we watched the ending of Sopranos and Arlen, we got at the end and went to black and Arlen was like, 
That was great. Like, that, dude, was that was terrible. <laughs> he stood up and he stood up Come and started man. applauding. Bravo. I would have liked any. I love the Sopranos. Yeah, I'm no, from New Jersey. Okay, let's get into it. So we watched wrestling. Arlen got into it. His first observation of wrestling is still something I talk about, which mm-hmm. is that wrestling is 90% staring. Which from it's the best thing is like when you get people who don't watch wrestling and they just pop in. They make amazing observations about wrestling. When you once you buy in, you can't see, you can't even see the ridiculousness anymore. Right, you're you're just full in. You just accept it and you say, okay, because th- you know what, wrestling has its own world. It's its own world. It's its right. own universe. Like, like Star Wars. It's like it just has its own logic, its own pa- It has its own metachlorians. You know, it's like yeah. why go for two counts ever if you didn't hit your finisher? No, like just don't do it. You'd save time. You'd why save is a energy. small package a safe way to win a match? That should be. A, that should be. Oh man, this guy sucks. He lost to a small package. Right. If you don't get a pin, if you don't get a pin, why get up and berate the referee for seven minutes and let the guy gain his energy? And why is a small package called the small package? Yeah, it's a it's big a manly roll-up. sport. It, it should be called like a large package or yeah. something like that. Absolutely. My initial observation about wrestling was basically if you if you turn off the sound, it's just gay pornography with pants. And sometimes not even full pants. Uh, it's yeah. a lot of greasy, very handsome, very buff guys staring at each other. It looks romantic at times. There, at that time, there were a lot less women involved in it. Yeah. Um, Things have changed. Times have changed. The women's revolution. Absolutely. Uh, is, is a lot. Uh, should we turn off the air, or are we just cool that it's running? Yeah, th- this isn't a movie set. We're okay, good. great. Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> yeah, speed. So, all right. So... Okay, with, so we got we got it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I derailed myself by talking about this. Yeah, I don't know why you're talking well, about the air conditioning. It sounded loud, so I was just checking it. With Boy, you. this WrestleMania has great air conditioning. I'm a huge right, fan so, of no, the Communities of Wrestling podcast. I love when they talk about the air conditioning. So we got into wrestling, and we're like, yo, we made a pact. We're like, yo, we're going to every WrestleMania. Like, it's, it's that's happening. Well, the pact was, it's yeah. kind of like when we turned 30. It's like, look, we either need to grow up and stop watching <laughs> wrestling. Or double the fuck down and go to every WrestleMania forever. I think right. you guys are telling this story wrong because we went to 29, mm-hmm. and then Shebs, you bought tickets to. Oh right, Dan you, did not no, go. Dan did not go. It was me and I, you. I still right? have no yeah. idea why I didn't go. Well, you, it was no reason because it was. No, well, in you Giant had an extra Stadium. ticket. Of course, that's what it was. You had. And it was one. in Giant Stadium, but that's not. That's not but, even the moral yeah, of the story. Why didn't I go? So 30, Shebs has tickets in hand. And we were all going back and forth about should we go, shouldn't we go? Everyone had an excuse. Well, that's where I was no, going. No, but it was also it was in New Orleans. I spent eight hundred dollars like on buying tickets, and I I bought four of them just to get the party started, just to make us committed to make sure we went to the one of the most historic WrestleManias of all time. Well, and no, I, no, no one knew at the time. Is it the was point. number thirty. We knew it was gonna be a big deal. Yeah, but so so we're all like I turned debating. to Marlon. I said, "Do you want to go?" No, I just got a new job. No, actually, I can't come. No, to be fair, we were all like, "Yes, yes, we want to go," and then like then to. Yes, we all had an excuse, and I did have a new job at the time, and it was all kind of like a headache. Fast forward to what happens in WrestleMania 30, greatest regret of all of our oh, lives yeah. not we're being there. We're all just like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Shit, that we, we had, had the tickets. tickets. We had, t- I had, I had and, to- and what we realized in that moment is wrestling is more important than anything, and we will <laughs> never miss wrestling again. Than anything. And that's why we're back in New Orleans. No. And those tickets, by the way, I had them. I was debating going down to New Orleans by myself. But I thought that that kind of exposure to this... And you're scared to travel alone. Well, this sinful of a city, it could really eat me alive. We're not the only ones who are back. Daniel Bryan is back. Yeah, so 30... Then, so we went to 31, and now we went to 32 for my bachelor party. Bachelor mania. And we went to 33, and here we are at 34. And 35 is locked in, right? Because that's New York. In New York. What do you mean it's locked in? 
WrestleMania 47 is locked in. <laughs> We're going to every WrestleMania forever. Absolutely. I, also, but I think that's an interesting thing to get into is like the logistics of making this happen is so it is more, it, for three dudes of this age, right? Uh, some with significant others, others with not. Sig- I mean, with none. we have ladies all no, alone. Some only have one significant other, and some have significant others. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Play a play yeah. All around the world, same song. All right, so Sheb, uh, uh, but it's it's hard to all logistically be like, yo, I'm going that weekend. Even though you know the weekend, right now we know what weekend WrestleMania is next year. It's still hard sell. But I don't want to get too deep. I just want I just want to ask you, isn't that the crappy thing about life? Like you know it's awesome, and like you somehow can't. You're like I have all this terrible stuff I have to do. I can't do the awesome thing that like I'm committed to do. And every time you come here, when you look back, you go, "Man, that was the best." I'm so glad. Oh, absolutely. No. Why is it so hard? That, that's what's so interesting about it, is that like uh, it's like it's 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 a curveball finance like charge it's just to anyone. Hard to ju- it's hard to explain to normies when right. they're like, "So, oh, you're taking off work and like, where are you go? You're going to New Orleans. That must be really cool. What do you? Uh, yeah. what, what's the occasion?" And you're like WrestleMania, and they're like, "Like the thing." Yeah, from like, when I was like, eight? I got. I oh, like, a, do you have to go for work or something? Uh, no. Uh, no. Oh yeah, no, yeah. No, my no, my no. friend's working there. My friend does the lights. What are you What are you doing there? Oh, I'm gonna uh, just watch it. I'm staying in a Fairfield <laughs> Inn and Suites, sitting on the floor recording a podcast with the Salami Bros. Oh, I uh, I bought like 17 wrestling T-shirts, and I just need somewhere to wear them this year. But every time, it's so worth it. That's the reason I'm even spending time on this. It's like it's it's like it, going into WrestleMania every year. I'm so stressed out. I'm like, fuck. Okay, I'll get like I got asked to do a show on Saturday that I was like I really don't want to miss that and like it's sometimes it's hard to get booked on things and then getting another date is hard but you're like it, it, it all goes away the second tomorrow hits right now we're recording on Saturday well, I, I booked you on a show this weekend it's called the greatest show on earth <laughs> the greatest stage the grandest it's the stage granddaddy of them, of them all my man I know but the thing with LA is like you feel like if you leave for a little bit you might be deleted. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. But Here's the real thing about LA. If you leave for a little bit, you get repleted. I mean, yeah. you get recharged. <laughs> Did I give you a little We're spitting, spitting all over each other. It's like <laughs> Matt Hardy. We're sitting really close. Okay. So we're at Mania and we're, and we're pumped. And it's great because now we're like veterans of Mania or whatever. Where we're like, we know it's worth it. Like, that's already gone. The yeah, but there's nothing. Like, there's no other gift that comes from being a veteran of Mania. Like, I don't know any other tricks. I don't know the ropes at yeah. all. The only thing you know is like, yep, next year I'm going to spend a couple thousand dollars on this thing again. <laughs> life hack. Spend thousands of dollars on bullshit every year. I'll tell you what, the, the one thing that's great is because wrestling, what I love about wrestling is that it's all about respect. They respect their yeah. opponents. You respect the ancestors. You respect the lineage. And when I see wrestling fans talk, I like I got a coffee. I was in New York before I came down here, and oh, I nice. heard I heard the barista, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I don't know if you know if Roman's gonna win, Brock's gonna win." So I knew they were talking about wrestling, and I went, "Hey, you guys talking about WrestleMania?" He's like, "Yeah." What kind of a moron is that barista? He is a big moron. And he I didn't said, know if Roman was yeah, gonna win or Brock. He also win? didn't know. He wasn't sure if Taker was gonna show up. <laughs> I mean, he, he look. Most wrestling fans, we are ahead of the curve brainways on r- most wrestling fans, big time. Classic healing out from Shebs. The, yeah. The point is, we, well, half of them are mentally challenged. Look, it doesn't matter. The point. All right. The point is, <laughs> I, the community of wrestling does not condone the opinion, that, really. that at all. <laughs> what, what's the disclaimer you need at the beginning? Where like the opinions shared on this podcast are not that of Dan Black. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just said half of wrestling fans are well, mentally. Fifty percent is what he just. Well, look, man. What was, you know what what was Lanny Pofo's gimmick? That's what Shebs is. 
The um, genius? He did, a, he did a lot of sit-ups. Was he the genius? <laughs> yeah. No, that's his dad. Oh, that was his yeah. dad? Yeah, Lanny was Jeff's, like his Jeff's gimmick is he's smarter than everyone. Okay, I'm yeah. the sand out. All I was going to say is I went up to them and I, I, I said... it's just like anything, though. I know what you're going to say, but I'm saying... Uh, what am I going to say? You're say? I'm saying, I think a lot of times it's just that people don't put the brain power into things that we do. Sure, we're very analytical. And it's also, congratulations, guys. You win the Minutia Olympics. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but like, when I, when I watch Jews. a movie, I'm thinking about structure. It's like it's similar to that. because we're Jews. We got a Yiddish cup. <laughs> Jews overthink everything. That's why we're all in therapy. <laughs> Not all of us. Well, <laughs> I, I one of us is going enough for the three okay, of us. So two things. All right. Wait, first can I just thing- say my one point? Oh, Sorry. Yeah, okay. oh, I went up to the barista and I said, oh, WrestleMania? I'm going. And they were like, oh, my God. They gave me so much respect that I was going to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's this impossible thing that no one could pull off. And we're touching it. We're touching greatness. Absolutely. And speaking of respect, the Andre doc comes out on Tuesday, and there's so much respect in that doc. And uh, it really, Jamie saw it and was like, she, like, understood things that I wasn't really able to articulate. Uh, probably on me. Can't, Long Island, you can't, you get, you know, you don't know that many words when you're from Long Island. All right, so. Um, By the way, you can't do it on Tuesday. That's the sixth day of WrestleMania events. <laughs> this, I saw the schedule. Like, when you came, when we landed, yeah. they had a map in the airport with the schedule. Right. Thursday to Tuesday. Tuesday, every day. Well, a lot of people got here That's er- a job. earlier than us, and I'm kind of like, I didn't. I'm like, I didn't feel jealous. I wasn't like I'm missing out. Oh, like we're doing plenty. There's a lot of pre, yeah, because we're doing raw also. But okay, so, so we're going. We're at Mania. One thing that I think that, uh, uh, before we get into actual WrestleMania, something that's or kind of organically happened in in our Mania travels is this tradition of merging out gotta merch before out. we go to Mania. And Shebs seems to have gone way overboard. Well, actually, this can year. we check the merch levels right now? You want to say what you're wearing, or can well, we... actually, that does bring out the thing. I was wearing. I'm wearing a Goldberg shirt, and uh, I was in CVS it's, it's a picking up some Goldberg allergy shirt. medicine. <laughs> speaking of being Jewish, and uh, and uh, Goldberg's wife was in line in front of me and she didn't see I don't she either didn't see the shirt or didn't feel I was approachable uh, but uh, it was crazy that I know Goldberg's wife just from that run last year mm-hmm. she was so prevalent in that I also don't want to brag but I bought the one dollar red nose at CVS yeah well that's because you give back but um, so um, we're talking merch yeah so yeah, so merch. So how did that? I just want to talk about the, the genesis of the merch thing. Like, I want to say I, that I want to say it was me okay, because right. I, let me just try to to explain this. Yeah. When I got seriously into wrestling, I started to buy some merch, and I was mostly like, "Listen, this WWE stuff is too crunchy. Like, I don't like. It's not comfortable. I don't like to wear it." And so I started buying random shirts. And to clarify, merch, we don't mean like action figures. We're no, talking about clothing. All wearables. It's all, all wearables. <laughs> yes, it's low yeah, tech wearables. Yeah, low tech wearables. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I started buying stuff. You guys would really give me the business, and then I don't know when it turned, but I recall you guys being like, uh. That shirt's actually cool, or like, it it feels pretty comfortable. And then one thing led to another. Shebs acquired a Bullet Club unit early, early in the game. Early in the Bullet Club, I was one of the first guys to rock Bullet Club merch in America. And you yeah. were one of the last guys to watch any Bullet Club. Yeah, you were like these guys. Well, you're like there's these guys in Japan, and they're doing DX. And NWO And combined. they're all gaijin. I'm like, there's a Japanese stable, but it's all white guys beating the shit out of Japanese dudes left and right. <laughs> I gotta see what this is about. Hot take Jake. You, uh, but yeah. you had to see what it was about after you had the shirt for a year. Yes, <laughs> you yeah. had to buy the shirt first. So and our, then you saw our first joke was you were rocking the Bullet Club shirt. We're at, at, a, at WrestleMania. 31. Yeah, way and we, early. And at 31, I was rocking a Daniel Bryan shirt. And we, we, were, like, we were like, yo, what happens if somebody 
asks you no, about then, then the Then you and club. I started going up to anyone wearing a Bullet Club shirt, being like, this is our friend. He's a huge Bullet Club fan. <laughs> Ask him his favorite matches. Never saw a match in his life. But you did do research because of this. Yeah, I wound up... No, I had answers. I just didn't really know what was up. I'm like, oh, when Kenny Omega joined, it was dope. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I love when uh, when Cody Hall became, like, their boy, and they like gave, he was their young boy. That was very funny. Yeah. But I didn't actually watch any of this. And so this hits on something that I think is interesting, which is the concept of, like, being a, uh, I don't know, a Fairweather fan or, like, you know, being, like, a poser. I, I, I want to say in wrestling... Completely valid. I I think it's you jump on bandwagons. You didn't like the guy first. Who cares? Buy the shirt. Go back. Buy the merch. The whole thing that is like fabricated in a way that I love. I love that you could just decide all the. You could decide like, oh, now I'm a fan. You know where like if you if the Giants are having a good year this season and you're like, no, I love the Giants. People are like, oh, you weren't here. Back then, fuck that. Wrestling's like when they're hot, you're into it. Right. We- like, I hated Matt Hardy almost more than any other wrestler. I thought <laughs> he was like maybe one of the most useless wrestlers of all time. I'm happy to jump on the Fairweather Matt Hardy bandwagon right now. Yeah, Matt Hardy objectively stunk his whole career. Like, yeah, he had those good ladder matches with Jeff. With his I, I don't very like talented his brother. His physique is like way too regular guy I for mean, me. Matt course. Hardy's physique is my physique. He was rocking uh, He has, he has bigger me. areolas than you. <laughs> Unfortunately way bigger. for me, when I'm in my best shape i look like matt hardy yeah. <laughs> so, yeah yeah i got news your hair is getting into that matt hardy <laughs> yeah wonderful yeah it's super long and has a whole <laughs> white streak oh wait i was thinking of seth rollins sorry oh it's a little yeah. gene simmons but can i just can i talk yeah. about my fandom and merch for a moment because actually yeah. shebs and i touched on this but so i live in san francisco and it's a very liberal territory. Absolutely. And I have a lot of wrestling merch, and I wear it when I exercise. I exercise a lot. I'm really fit. And I go to <laughs> form, I go fit. to exercise classes, and so I wear a lot of wrestling shirts. And I like to wear softer stuff, so I tend not to wear my WWE merch, though I do sometimes rock my Rollins when I work out. But I wear my Bullet Club a lot to work out. And so I've been wearing it to TRX classes lately. And I started to notice that I was getting, like, stares and stuff. Like, I literally didn't even put two and two from together. From the Rollins shirt? No, from my Bullet Club oh, shirt. Oh, yes. And, I, I mean, we're in tough times right now for yeah. Bullet Club representation. People think it's like an NRA t-shirt. Particularly when you're out of the scene. You know what I mean? When right. you're walking with the normies and you're wearing your merch and you're rocking the Bullet Club... It's a hard one because it doesn't it doesn't have any suggestion of anything wrestling related. There's no there's no giveaway that it has anything to do besides like AK forty seven support. And to me, like that has nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like this is purely a Straight wrestling thing. But basically, long story short, I can't wear this shirt anymore. I can't wear the shirt. Not in San Oh, I went to I, I wore my Bullet Club sweatshirt through TSA this morning. <laughs> well, but, yeah, I was a little bit worried <laughs> Did about you doing the pat down. Well, so actually, I got a little nervous when I went up to the the guy, like the guy who checks your ID. What do you call that station? The pre TSA uh, guy. Pre SA. Yeah, the pre SA. And uh, <laughs> I went up to the pre SA agent, and I was like. He's like, oh, what, what? he was asking a lot of questions, this guy. Sure. He was going up to kids. He was just being like, who are you here with? It's like, yo, sure. he's a kid. What are you but doing? But to be fair to that guy, you walked up wearing a sweatshirt with a skull on it, two AK-47s, and a ton of bullets. Yeah, so I got on top of it right away. I give him my <laughs> thing. He goes, like, yeah, I, I, how's it going? I go, going to WrestleMania. Everything's great. Got all my wrestling gear on. <laughs> and oh, like, sure. Yeah, you were self-conscious. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I was, being, I was being a str- strategic. 
because it was like this guy's who's this bullet club guy but i feel like yeah, i give off a vibe bag? of like no one's threatened by me <laughs> yeah you're, you're, you're just a white guy yeah you're Chip, do you ever get looks because you're like a uh, slightly middle east i'm an off-white i'm a i'm a bit i'd say i'm sandy tone i'm a sand man well you have very hairy arms very hairy arms very hairy everything and well I'm, your father's from israel he's an ethnically iraqi israeli so i'm a hairy middle eastern looking gentleman I will say this: I've never uh, gotten racism at the airport. I've received reverse racism at the airport. Where after 9/11, I would fly back between DC and New York, like every two months, and they would never search me because they were afraid they'd be called racist. So I just kept dressing up weirder and weirder. I'd wear like robes to the airport and like not like grow a beard out, and they would never dream of searching me. Classic Shabs yeah. freaking everyone out. <laughs> we can't have that. No, that's that's a that's a hole in the arsenal. <laughs> I wanted them. I want them to search anyone who looks remotely like me. I was pissed. <laughs> quick, quick aside about uh, the only time I went to Israel. Yeah, I was waiting on the line, and you know I'm, I'm dressed normally, whatever. And there was a person there, uh, like a, a, you know, in the Israeli army type oh, of individual. They grill you hard. And she, she was pretty young and attractive. And I had never been to Israel before. I didn't know the gimmick. And I'm online, and she starts like asking me these like personal questions. And in my head, I'm like, she must be into me. She's like, she was talking to me for. She was talking to me for a while. She's like, uh, you know, so like, where did you go to temple? And I'm like, Temple Beth Shalom. Why? You know it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, uh, who is your rabbi? I'm like, oh, Ira Rothstein, great guy. <laughs> rabbi Shmuley. She's like, were you bar mitzvah? I'm like, hundred percent. Do you want to like go out sometime? And she's like, uh, keep it moving. <laughs> Ask the next person the exact same questions. Yeah. That's the drill there. She ex machina you. Who knew <laughs> she, it? She hit you with the oh, this ro- this robot loves me. No, robots don't feel. Anyway, I guess I'm calling Israelis robots. Whatever. Okay, so we're. Let's get into some actual wrestling. What hot, do you hot think? wrestling what do you action. Think, you sure you don't want to keep talking about Israel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could do a whole Seems like a non-controversial topic. I guess the, 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 the sum this up, why I think it's worth your time, is uh, if you got a group of friends, especially like us, we live in three different cities. True. Um, it's a real great tradition that's worth setting a little money aside. Maybe, you know, pick up a couple shifts at the Dairy Queen. It's uh, also the kind of thing <laughs> that if you too. mentally establish that, like, this is a thing, you kind of know you prepare for it, you save money for it. Like, I think we've all gotten into the mode of this is a special tradition. Yeah. The Salami Bros are doing mania. And to be fair, I feel like... WWE is doing mania better and better every year. Like the series of events, the way it's done, the cities, save for Orlando last year, which was a real, real garbage pile. Hey, Orlando, um, fuck your whole trash city. <laughs> I mean, tough. Was, man. I thought Orlando was better than I expected. All right. Was what terrible. was your expectation? Very low. It was <laughs> that camping world stadium was a disaster. No, no, no. The stadium Whoa. was awful. Awful. That that's not. What about the like the food? I mean, I've already the one meal I've had in New Orleans so far is better than all of my combined meals in what, Orlando. What the Starbucks wrap you got? No, we went to <laughs> we went Cuchon to Cochon. Yeah, Cochon or Cochon. Uh, one of those. Cuchon. Let's oh, I've been Is that a nice place? Yeah, but they really have good. a they have a sandwich shop adjacent to it called Cochon Butcher's, ranked like the the That's best. That's right, fried alligator. <laughs> yeah, Cochon. The restaurant is. Fine. Didn't, didn't like we didn't it. Eat I don't, I'm not a big fan of the New Orleans food. Um, we are so. Derailing on this podcast, uh, but this is the we're talking about New Orleans. Post, we're gonna. That's so, true. We're chopping we're gonna, up the city. We're gonna post another episode post WrestleMania. We'll probably record it Monday. If you can choke this one down, we got another two hours for you <laughs> yeah. to choke back. But uh, 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 it's worth it. Now, 
Um, okay, I like how you keep selling that it's worth listening. <laughs> Guys, don't to worry. This podcast will get good. You're It'll already good. you're 40 minutes in. It's worth it. You've already ruined this podcast. No, we're, is great. We're only ruined your day. You guys are shitting on the content. I actually think this is good content. I, you look, get tons of podcasts where like I think Alistair Black needs to win. We we're about to do that, right? But, uh, uh, <laughs> but it's but, cool when we do it. Yeah, it's when we do it. It's great because we've already set up a nice base of mm. our friendship. Okay, can I ask you a quick so question about Alistair Black? Yeah. What um. Like, what kind of hair setup does he have? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. What is happening can up we get, there? Can we bring that up? Can we bring it's like up very good. Like, if he grew it out longer, would that work? Or does it not? Like, what? what is going on? Right now, on? in my head, yeah. I can't picture if it's short or long hair. Even. He has well, long hair, like, but just on the top. Right, he has a it, mohawk of long hair. I would say what he's working with is reverse male pattern baldness, where he can't grow hair on the sides, yeah. but can only grow hair on the top. He has the thing that Taker had, like, thing, right? four years ago, when Taker just had the mo. Yeah, like it's. It almost seems like he's losing his hair, but not in this one place where he's kept the hair. Well, he's got a kind of a stringy setup up there, also. This Alistair Black is terrific. He's fantastic. Um, he yeah, he what a great. I cannot wait. This will be my first time seeing him wrestle live, and oh, I'm yeah. very excited. I can't wait to see him sit Indian style in the middle of the ring. That's my favorite part. I mean, yeah, him, him, the guys I want to see tonight are. Him and Velveteen Dream. Oh. I mean, obviously, I'm excited for Ricochet, but I've seen Ricochet wrestle a bunch of times. Very close. We, we saw Ricochet, Leo Rush, and PWG. Tremendous. Amazing. I have a question for you guys about... Yeah, both so, NXT guys now. So given that Fantastic. we've had the luxury of seeing a lot of wrestlers debut live... Um, you know, we've we've had mixed reactions. Like we had a we had a very mixed reaction when Shinsuke debuted. I mean, I, I still, to be fair, have some mixed feelings about him. But I don't have mixed I'm, feelings. I think he stinks. I'm curious what you guys think about like the right course of how you let a wrestler grow on you. Like Alistair Black, the first time we saw him, our, our reaction was, "How many more tatted up guys do we need with this like dark rock vibe?" But he's grown on me tremendously. Yeah. And and I'm just wondering what you think is well, the way to. Well, that hits on my Fairweather fan thing, which is I think it's okay to question these guys when they come out. Well, they kind of have to earn the trust, right? I, I think pe- too many people are just buying. Too many people are just being like buying hype. Shinsuke is, a, is there's a like you bringing up Shinsuke, so I'll just go into him. Like he's a guy who he's he obviously there's something there. Like we can't deny that there's something there, but it is he is. He, he isn't. He hasn't earned it like a lot of other guys in WWE. Sure. Now that being said, do, does the does the resume transfer over from from New Japan? Does no that, way. Is that how wrestling what? works now? I don't think so. Because they're calling a dream match. They're acting like. Well, look, wrestling's always gonna fucking upsell whatever they're doing. Like every match, they want to call a dream match. No, know? no, no. But there is something in there because for the first time ever, you're bringing people in with like deep history. Like AJ's history matters. Shinsuke's history matters, and I don't, like, it's different than people who are coming up through the whole system. Like, this is the first time ever where you've really had people who have 10, 15, 20 years of experience that are coming into WWE, and I don't think you want to ignore that, but they still have to earn it in this forum as well, and I think Shinsuke has a lot of things working for him. And believe me, there are, uh, like, I think Sasha Banks is a great example of this. Bailey, like, people were nuts. Gonzo for Sasha Banks and I don't think she earned it. Like, she had some things working for her, yeah. but she hadn't truly earned it on the big stage. Yeah. Well, I guess some people, everyone's gaga for the potential, right? Um, like, right now, Aleister Black is kind of an example of a guy who we're pretty gaga for the potential because he doesn't work the mic that much. You know, he's not a stick man. Right. He's not bad. He's not first, bad no, he's not bad on the mic, but he had a full, like, 
but don't a you think year part of run, his character, basically, where he didn't talk, right? Isn't part of his character, though, not really, like, he's, you know, he's kind of got that undertaker vibe. I love him on the mic. He feels, like, really uh, authentic. He cut that one promo. It was a little sloppy, but that's what NXT's for, right? He cut that promo about his tattoo on his back and, like, his whole deal about being, like, uh, you know, different <laughs> and satanic, uh, but I, which, which was, it was, like, it was really... It, like it, it, it was like a new age Undertaker. It was like I'm like a the demon, but I'm also kind of breaking that wall, fourth wall, a little bit. Where I'm like, look, I don't, I don't like control the lights or anything, but like I think there's some shit at work here. Right. You know what I mean? He's a modern day Undertaker, where it's like a lot more believable. Like if Undertaker, the was modern really, day Takeharaja. Yes. If yeah. Undertaker was a real deal in the real world, you know, it would be Aleister Black. Right. So we're we're about to head to what was your original question? Your original question was like like how do you think you need to treat wrestlers that are sort of debuting? You know, because there's a lot the, 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 I guess my question also gets to a thing about NXT, which is that it's sort of simultaneously the developmental league as well as like a great show that we watch. So it's hard, you know, when you see like I actually watch Tough Enough when uh when um Corbin. No, no, not with Corbin. The Tough Enough with Oh, uh, oh no, you're not talking about Breaking Ground. You're talking about Tough Enough. Yeah, I'm talking about tough enough. Yeah. When um, wh- wh- I'm, I'm 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 blanking. Johnny Nitro? No, 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 no. Uh, we're we're gonna see him tonight. A recent? Yeah. Tough enough? Yeah. With the Prince gimmick. Oh, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. Dream. Yeah. Thank you, Velveteen Dream. Yeah. So I watched Tough Enough with Dream on it, and like, such a different person, such a different character, and it was hard, you know. I guess my point is you're watching the evolution of these people now over a much longer period of time. You're not seeing, like, a fully developed package debut. And and I'm just wondering how we need to treat these people because I think you, your relationship with them evolves over time, and you kind of need to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, well, people like to jump down WWE's throat a lot of times. Like, for, like Bobby Roode, for example, even though I do think they messed up here, they like to jump down their throat for being like, oh, they messed up, they messed up the booking. But also, there's enough examples of guys who come up exactly the way they've been packaged in NXT, totally. and it doesn't translate. Yeah. So I get them trying to get like ahead of that. And also, we're in this thing. I mean, wrestling is so broad. The audience is so broad, and actually, it's more confusing than ever week to week. Some weeks, I'm like, is this whole arena like a bunch of smarks? And then sometimes I'm like, does anyone even know who Shinsuke is? <laughs> right? Like sometimes I, it's very confusing. So, like, like for example, like, Shinsuke, in a way, they played it really smart because they're like, all right, you know what? This guy, the song does a lot of work here. <laughs> and they're like, maybe instead of making a bold choice that could fail, let's ride out the song and just act like this guy is uh, important. You know what I mean? Of course. And it's and now he's headlining. Rest, you know, I don't know what headlining means anymore. He's but definitely not headlining. No, it's gonna be right smack in the middle of the card. But I mean, they could close Mania with that, depending on what they do with the Taker situation. But yeah, so uh, Cena's just a fan. Yeah. So like Bobby Roode, for example, like Shevs, how would you have brought up Bobby Roode from NXT? Yeah. Or specific into question. NXT? No, from NXT. Like he he was the champion in NXT as a heel, wearing suits and not wearing the robe and. Except when he entered, like right. he was cutting promos that were like, uh, like he was like a kind of like a, I don't know. I want to say he was like a a frat boy turned businessman, and he was sure. like a, a like a matured he's, businessman. So he's like one of the douchier guys you do in your frat, but how so- somehow became successful out but, of yeah. college. Have like, you seen Love Simon? 
no, no. Jamie saw it this week. Said it was great. Dumel's the dad. D- Bobby Roode is Dumel in that movie. Dumal. Dumal. He's on steroids. Dumel. Same story guy as Rance. <laughs> yeah, he got pop- he got popped from the same guy, but he plays like a frat bro dad who has like a son who's clo- who's closeted. Right. And he's like that. That's like the Bobby Roode character. He's like a overgrown frat bro. Right. Uh, if I had to bring up Bobby Roode from NXT as a heel champion to the big show, I would make him immediately transition to a mid-card belt, like start a feud with a U.S. title guy or an IC title guy as a heel right. and just do some heel-ass shit. Right, and but you would keep him, he- you yeah, keep him I w- consistent. I, yes, of so course. So me, me too. Like, that's my main point is that, like, Bobby Roode, I would have brought him up. So people, I'm saying people jumped on it for being, like, uh, on WB for being like, why, why, why are they making him face this and this? But I don't know. I guess they're, uh, we got to keep in mind, maybe they're tracking it closer than we are, you know, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, look, right. look, they don't always know what they're doing, but for every time people shit on Vince and, like, oh, Vince is fucking this up, it's Vince's decisions, and he's ruining it. For every knock you want to give Vince, he has 10 brilliant decisions that made the best moments in wrestling history. Oh, like this Taker Cena thing, which my prediction right now is going to, like, tear the house down. Of course it will. Uh, at Mania. Cena's just a fan. Let me tell you one guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just a fan. He's just going to be there Actually, as a fan. I, I just saw he bought his. He was the, buying his will call. Yeah, he was at a will call. They didn't have his name. <laughs> he uh, was like, John Kenna? Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, I saw Blockers last night. I think this is a good time to bring it up. Sure. sure. Um, my wife, uh, I thought Blockers was a really funny movie. I thought the script was Why good. do you have to keep bragging about the fact that you have a wife? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, You're a, a real Warren bragger. Gets really war- he gets really worked up when you mention you have a wife. Um, so watch out for that. But, yeah, it's uh, condescending. We get yeah. Well, we'll find your wife. One of the jabroni we'll acts will marry wife. you. Yeah. So um, so uh, uh, yeah. So uh, Cena. So my wife, when we left the movie, she was she was like, uh, John Cena's a really good actor. She said. I mean, he doesn't have to lose a hundred pounds to be a real actor. Okay. So that's the thing. In blockers, it's ridiculous. So, Whose father is that? In blockers, no no spoilers. No, I will not spoil anything. But um, John Cena. Uh, I guess not a spoiler, but. Is this a spoiler if I mention if they mention that he works out or if I don't mention that he works out? I in the think movie? that's the biggest spoiler for this audience. Everyone wants <laughs> okay. to know. Can I, can I guess? Do they mention it can or I not? guess? Yeah. I don't think they mention it. So they. they all right. Uh, all right. Press. <laughs> go 15 seconds ahead right now. So I, I mean, this isn't Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, You're yeah, not yeah. destroying so they, blockers. They obviously for don't show yeah. him at all working out. Nothing. But the thing they do is that they do like. Does he drink protein shakes? No, that, that'd be a good Nothing. easy way to show. They that. do mention that he's like they do go like acknowledge his. Size. They'll be like, oh, he's big. You know what I mean? He's but more than big though. He's that a was massive okay. muscle man. So that was my beef with the movie. I was like, well, it's not not beef. I had no beef with it. I just was like, they're treating him like it's just like oh, it's like just a jacked dad right. as opposed to a dad who's like a huge bodybuilder. Right. Well, that's that's why the, what works for The Rock is like you play The Rock. Like right. if John Cena's playing John Cena, then you're like, "Oh, okay." But he's just like a suburban dad. Like wh- how how does he find the time to hold down a job, have okay. kids and work out so, 4 hours a day? They do play in the thing that he's like a soccer coach, like he's very into athletics and stuff and they play up with his look. <laughs> Not but one soccer player actually, looks like that. I yeah, think, I mean really, that's what the soccer player <laughs> body? But Jamie, so okay, so J- we know what John Cena looks like. Jamie, stop bragging about the fact that you have a Jamie, my wife, who uh, she's married to me legally. She, yeah, yeah. And Arlen's not married. But I, so she's coming out. She was like, I was like, Jamie, did you, I asked her the question. Just like, did you find it distracting that John Cena is a bodybuilder? Okay. With like, and he looks crazy. When he takes his shirt off in the movie, you're like, oh, I'm sure. he looks like when he's wrestling, like these other big guys, it doesn't even like do it justice. When he's standing next to like Leslie Mann, you're like, Jesus. So she was just like, no, what's the big deal? People work out. 
Like that was her response. She doesn't. Well, because you know why? Because I think she doesn't. As a guy, like I understand how working out is could never possibly get me (laughs) one tenth of the way to where John Cena is. I'm working out like an animal these days, and the gains I get are so low. Compared to well, that's when I was when I was tw- in college, working out for three weeks, you'd be in like perfect shape. That's where uh, like PEDs come in handy. Yeah, the HGH, HGH, nice. Though I heard that they make tumors grow. Oh, anyway, yeah, so I heard that too on uh, comedians of wrestling. Podcast. Oh yeah, that's on the bonus episode. Check it out, Ryan Stanger, Patreon.com/slash comedians of wrestling. Back by the way, I thought that was terrific. Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna have all, most of the bonus. I'm I'm kind of like creating a stable of the bonus people. Doesn't it seem like he's wasting that knowledge not doing PEDs? Yeah, you have you met right? Stanger? It's almost he's got, like he's, he's got like a perfectly square jaw. It's almost like he's like a terrific chef that doesn't cook. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, Blockers. Anyway, movie they don't acknowledge it, but movie's really good. Check it out. Cena is uh, pretty good. The, the, the movie's really good. Like, I don't. I wouldn't say like Cena's like the best part of the movie, but it's just a fun movie. I dug it. Um. Uh. Okay. So let's get into that. We're about to head to NXT Takeover. Let's get into that card and what predictions. What do we think is going to happen? I and think we're going to eat Taco Bell after. Prediction numero uno. I thought that was for tomorrow night, but uh, you guys make the call. I now mean, that it's I'm every night. It's bros weekend. Salami bros are back in town. Anything to not eat like soft shell crabs. <laughs> fucking <laughs> gumballaya. I came here to eat something I can eat anywhere. <laughs> That's why I flew to New Orleans. Um, last time I was here, I was like, I'm good on this food forever. Especially when they brought me the fucking shrimp with the legs on. Yeah, I was like, was I'm terrible. done with That's this a- Place. Big thing when you go to places that like really understand seafood, they keep the faces and the butts on, <laughs> and I'm always like, "What? You know what? Just it's like chicken breast. Just Absolutely. give me the middle. I don't need the eyeballs. I don't need right. the brain. And I, and then and then I'm always blown away when people are like, "Oh no no no! Can I have your skulls? The like eyeball. that's the best let part. The like, let me suck the brains uh, out. That's and I'm the like, most flavor. Okay, Hannibal Lecter, I'll she, just take oh the my torso. God. My wife, we made salmon the other night, and you know the the disgusto gray bottom yeah sure sure. right i hate that part if it, that's by the way I, most nutrients in there though. i wasn't I even sure that you're supposed to eat that part the yeah skin? my wife no, goes the gray fat she's like do you layer. like that do you like the skin because that's my favorite part do you mind if i have yours i knew I your go, wife was filthy get that fucking off my plate <laughs> well your wife also used to eat like canned clams when we she's were from together. texas though so that's a different ball she's got well, she's got some of the she'll eat some shit that's your disgusting. wife is disgusting she eats uh <laughs> thanks man wow <laughs> strong Wow, Strong. thanks, bro. Um, By the way, why do you guys keep slamming home this point that Dan has a wife? Well, I do a bit about Jamie's food now, so I got a bit out of it because I'm nice. just like, she likes to try to do a split on food. You know, she'd be like, all right, you get the chicken parm, and then I'll get the sea urchin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she literally, she's like, I got, I'll be like, she'll go out to dinner with her friends and be like, I got sea urchin. I was like, Jamie, like, that's something she loves. She'd be like, they had sea urchin. Well, the reason what why the I, fuck are you talking about? The reason why I don't have a wife is because I like to order what I want. Yeah, no, that's the that's the main reason. Goes. It's not how it goes. Okay, so anyway, let's get into this card, Shebs. You got the card in front of yeah. you. Let's walk through it, and uh, you know, obviously, we'll probably, uh, you know, we'll probably uh, spiral off of this, but we'll try to keep on track here. All right, forty minutes in, we're ready to start doing the wrestling predictions. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in a DIY grudge match. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I'm just excited to see what happens here. It's an unsanctioned match, I forgot to mention. Yeah, Triple H is a sucker for the unsanctioned element. I mean, I don't think it matters who wins this match, right? Like, I don't, this is just about, like, watching two guys go, right? Yeah, I think the storyline has been built up. Probably the best thing on this NXT card. And it's also, 
two guys who could bring the house down, who have great chemistry together, and have a track record of just being darlings of the indie scene. Kind of like the Salami Bros. The, yeah. The By the way, Champa with that shirt, he's not selling it. Did you see that? Really? That, that, that's his black awesome. art shirt. It's he's, awesome. He's saying purposely, like on social media, being like, "I don't, I don't, I'm not selling this shirt." Can I ask you a question? If, you, if they sell it tonight, I'm buying. Of <laughs> if you if you were Champa, would you would you touch up the beard or would you nah. let it? No, run? it's great. Okay, just curious. It's just great. curious. The shirt has his skull of his face with the beard. With on the beard. It. Well, yeah. when you good. die, your beard is the last part to disintegrate. So yeah. you have a full skeleton <laughs> with all your facial hair still intact. That's what he was thinking. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Should we do predictions? No, yeah, you were going. Keep going. Well, I just think it's going to be a great match. We talked to some guys at uh, the sandwich place we went to at Kachan Butcher, and they were like, I th- well, they were obviously dorks because we're <laughs> it's WrestleMania week. But they were like, yeah, I think Ciampa Gargano is going to be the match of the whole weekend. I think it's going to tear the house down. It's going to be the best match of the whole Mania. I think the best match of the whole weekend, I- I- I'd even bet money on this, is going to be that ladder match. The NXT ladder sure. match tonight. Seems like it's sure. gonna be pretty that North That's American. the one I'm most excited for personally. And yeah. if you remember, WrestleMania 32 best match we saw was uh, American Alpha versus Revival. It was Absolutely. like by far the best match we saw. Absolutely. Like the most hot in the room. And the, even the Shinsuke Sammy match, people still mentioned to me, and we were not hot on that. Oh, we match. hated that. That was Shinsuke's like debut match. Uh, that's I not true. Was so underwhelmed. I was hot on what Sammy did in that Correct. match. Correct. We were really excited about Sammy. And, and to be fair, we had a, like a bad seating situation. It doesn't matter. I just don't think what Shinsuke does translates, and I think that we we left that match calling him the queen of soft style. Well, I we still feel him. that way today. Me but too. but he's gotten in much better shape. His pants have gotten much more right and tight. Less Some days he's got it right. It depends. What do you on think the, the Beetlejuice stripes? I like them. I, I don't mind it. I mean, yeah. I sh- when when people who don't know anything about wrestling are like, "What's wrestling about?" I show them Shinsuke's entrance, and <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm like, "This is the insanity." Well, his entrance is going to be one of the highlights of the weekend, also because yeah. the violinist is going to be there. Yeah, I love a nice live string section. Yeah. Uh, real quick on Champo and Gargano. Yeah. Um, you mean the thing we're actually talking about? Yeah. In this yeah. Segment. So big picture, like I think it's probably one of the best builds, as you said, Chebs, yeah. and one of the more exciting matches because both of these guys, obviously, they can go. That's an understatement. I did say to you earlier, Dan, though, like micro. I have a little bit of like the overall build is great, but I have a little bit of beef with the setup because it was basically like Gargano is is kicked out, right? And then Regal or, or Champa goes up to Regal and he's like. What's the deal? Like, why was he at NXT if he's kicked out? And Regal's like, okay, just wrestle him one more time, and then he's officially kicked out. Yeah. And it's like classic, just totally rewriting the rules, makes no sense in a storyline where you didn't have to go this route. With that said, I mean, it's always a pleasure to watch these guys wrestle, and I'm very curious to see when they come up to the main card if they con- if they just continue the feud and they keep it rolling, right. s- akin to sort of Zayn... KO. Yeah, I think that Ciampa's going to win. Gargano's going to not get his contract back at NXT and then debut on Raw. On Raw, And then I think... 205 Ciampa, Live? No, not 205. I, sure I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's going 205. Yeah. I think he's going main roster. And then I think Ciampa... Doesn't kill the whole... Wait, 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 I think Ciampa's go. also going to come up to just, like, chase him down. Yeah, we talked about that on the on the walk over here. We said, like, uh, I think they'll continue. Because uh, I was like, it's really cool if something bleeds over. Absolutely. Like, a bleed-over feud. They've had success with that with Sammy and KO. Uh, I think it's a good idea. Let's move on from this, because I want to I wanna squeeze Mania in also. Yeah, Can let's we, squeeze in the, the 14 matches of Mania. Yeah, but I think we'll, we'll talk we'll about... We'll, we'll talk about the highlights of Mania o- over the predictions, and also, I'll, I'll, I want you guys to comment on my predictions. Totally. Um... 
Then the next thing we'll talk about is the ladder match for the inaugural NXT North American Championship. Yeah, who wins that? I think that'll it's be match of the night. Adam Cole versus EC3 versus Killing Bay Dane Bay. versus Lars Sullivan versus Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. Let's just go to the prediction. I think it's going to be match of the night. I love six-man ladder match to me is like Money in the Bank, Shelton Benjamin, you know, Edge, like those classic matches. It's going to be so great. It, this is going to be, we're going to be like, like it, we're going to have, you're, you're going to feel it in your dick. You yeah. know what I mean? You're gonna have the dick feeling. Yeah. Uh, uh, all guys know what I'm talking about, right? Female listeners of the pod, though, maybe you want to. Well, I don't know. I mean, female listeners, you get in your transenuses when you get like as a dude, right? If you get super excited, you get you feel you can feel it down there. I'm jonesing in my in my in my groin. You could just say genitals because women have genitals too, and they could feel it in I, their. I genitals. feel like a nicer way to say. Do you know what I'm like talking about, bro? Just to check to make sure that I'm properly functioning. Do you know what I'm talking about? You get you could feel it down there. Yeah, a little tingle in your pringle. Of course, it's not a sexual thing. It's your body's just full. Your body reacts. Your body reacts. And you're, you're, yeah. So the ladies get that, you think? Do women get excited in I their genitals? I think they genitals? get it in yes. their heart, not in the genitals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's the difference between men and women. I think you're you're feeling it in your groin area, and they're feeling it in their head and heart. You guys when got I was it younger, wrong. it used to be like, it would be like, oh, I peed a little bit. You know the expression, like, I peed a little? That's yeah. what, kind of what I'm talking about. After this podcast is done recording, I'm going to show you guys on a map where the clitoris is. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a map of what? The U.S.? Uh, the map of New Zealand. <laughs> a, a topological map, a topographical map of Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, the, the clitoris king over here. I mean, the the right. last guy I, I would look at a map with to get guidance from is Jeff. All right, who wins this match, Arlen? Well, actually, I wanted to, I had asked you, I, I don't know a lot about EC3. Who wins the match, Arlen? I'm just saying I'm excited to see EC3, that's all. Like, I, I don't know a lot about pressure. this guy. Oh, I saw, EC3's I, got an amazing look. I saw him on Great NXT. Look. I like the look. He, like, was sucking me in. I'm pretty excited. Great gimmick. Never understood on. how Vince let that guy go. Well, and he was a TNA big big dog, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he won like the title champ. off yeah. of Angle. I'm pretty excited to see him. Don't think he'll win. Uh, see, the thing, the only reason I think he could win, the reason I think he... Like I because might dreams going up. No, it's because I think EC3 needs a belt I to get too. over. Because he's a little off charisma wise. Like he's close, but not. He fully. looks it, good. He looks great. And he his can gimmick, easily fall into like a Zack Ryder zone. His gimmick is also this like being a better than you type of guy. I think EC3 wins this thing. I truly believe that. Yeah. That's my prediction. It, it's a really good spot for him. Like, Ricochet, like, the other guys don't need it as much. Velveteen Dream is, like, still building, even though he's, like, he's super over. over. Yeah. He's the most over guy in the match, probably. Well, well he's also, guys like, debuting. exciting to see him in a ladder match. He's so totally. athletic. Yeah. Totally. He's so gifted. So he's a dream. He's a Velveteen Dream. I, I mean, do you think they give it to Adam Cole? Because Adam Cole has, now has a triple... He has a he has a Daniel Bryan WrestleMania 30-type arc happening here where he plugs into that match, right? You and I had a big shouting match on the phone the other day because I was basically accusing the Cow Nation of being too over on Adam Cole, similar to what we were talking about before, where it's like everyone sees what he could do and is really hot for him. And I just... I don't think he's earned it. I have a lot of question marks about... Obviously, there's some size stuff. There's some. I, I just. I'm not sure that he's in a position to get over on the main roster. He's so handsome. And I have handsome. some big question marks. He's so handsome. I think he's what you wish you looked like. I don't know if that means he's handsome. He's like. I think he's just a better looking Shawn Michaels. He's a he's a nice shicks look. Well, we always say Shevs thinks he looks like Seth Rollins, but he actually looks like Aiden English. Sure, and, uh, and me <laughs> and me. I. You I just think look I look like Anderson. Like, yeah, you just look like it's like no question. You look like a tiny little machine gun Anderson. Yeah. Well, I yeah, it's sad. <laughs> and I look like fucking EC3 if he didn't choose. <laughs> yeah, you look like EC2. Like <laughs> EC like negative yeah, 3. I don't know. I, EC2 <laughs> EC is negative 3. That's why EC negative 3. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's a bit, listen, I'm being generous to myself to even compare myself remotely to him. To but, even be on the EC spectrum. But, uh, it's more like Samoa Joe. I think I look like EC3, but I look like Samoa Joe. Skinny Samoa Joe. <laughs> All right. Quick, so quick our, round, though. Uh, who who would you look like if you could choose to look like any wrestler? Any, any wrestler? Oh, any yeah. choice? Who would yeah. I Yo, want EC3 to be? is up there for me, to be honest. Randy yeah. Orton, question, hands down. That's a tough... If, if we were Randy drafting, Orton. he would be high. I think he's got a, per, he's a handsome dude. He's, he's enormous. Right, let's do the draft. Yeah, but too I, you know, manly for women. Look, he's, it doesn't, he's got demon skulls all up and down his arms. There's no one who combines handsomeness with badassery quite like Randy Orton. He's too manly for women, you said? I think, he, I think he's too well, manly I've said that before because like, I always I say... I think he's more for guys than women. That's what I think about Randy Orton. That's what I say all the time. Because hashtag gay fabe. Like, I'm super gay for Orton. I'm like, what a great look, you know? And, and I say it to my gay friend who's obsessed with Miz, Elliot Glazer, who I'm going to have on a yeah. bonus episode. He was in New York. I'm pre- I would like Writing on Broad Miz City. Is, but Miz what? is great, super handsome. I just, when I show... But he's, he's not into Randy Orton. When I show non-wrestling fans, Rand, like, I'm like, it's got all these handsome... Like, that's always my selling point to women. I'm like, <laughs> you watch, it's got all these handsome guys. And I'll always pull out Randy Orton. And more often than not, they're like... It's not really for me. He's like he looks like Chippendales. You know, he's like a male stripper. It's like too much. He looks like a guy that every girl would want to fuck, but nobody would want to actually date because he's too much. I think he's the guy you want to sleep. With. He's the guy who banged your girlfriend in high school, but no one's settling for that guy. He's All not right, a good one to bring he's home. Still to mom drinking and dad. in the fucking parking lot of the high school. Well, you he's know? also got IED. Trip McNeely. <laughs> yeah, he's got intermittent explosive disorder. So he's he's you know. Oh, because he's out of nowhere? Yeah, because he punched people. He's reptilian. He's reptilian. He's got in venom nature. in his veins. Cold blood. Cold what do you mean? Yo, you know, we always talk about, like, on this podcast, we talk about, like, things being, like, on game. Like, yeah. oh, here's what it is. So if Randy Orton having IBS is on game for him, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, his, cr- his shits are out of nowhere. Absolutely. <laughs> he, has a, he has Crohn's. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd be the first guy to harness IBS for, like, to damage other people because he would just shit all over other people's faces. Absolutely. Oh, what a and they're, and they're gym bags. Okay, so, yeah, that ma- who's your official pick for that match, Arlen? The, the ladder match? Just choose it. No talking around it. Just Dream. say the wrestler. Dream, Shevs? I went with EC3. Okay, I will go with Adam Cole. Okay, Bay 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 Bay. Okay, so I just think they're gonna push him. Qu- quick thing on Adam Cole. Did you see the promo he cut the other day when they were like on a they were like on the stairs and he was like, I thought it looked super good. Yeah, but somebody clearly gave him a note of like hold the bar above you. <laughs> yeah, and he kept like switching. Like he refused to not hold the bar <laughs> yeah, above. Yeah, it was yeah. so awkward. He but would it not put cool. his arm it, down. If you just took a picture of that, it would look like a cool ass dude. They, they, like they say, they, like somebody gives him the note, like we need a Luke Perry vibe from you. <laughs> we need like a '90s Luke he's, Perry. He's definitely we, a cool guy. Like he's one second away from just like leaning against a motorcycle absolutely. while he does. By the promo. way, isn't that the guy we all really want to look like? Luke Perry. Oh, absolutely. What a stud! But he he was you towed the line. He was for he women age and men. Well, he didn't age well. All right, so... Uh, this kid's super into wrestling, by the way. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, the next match on the... Duke Perry? Kid, he's a wrestler. Duke no, 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 no. Perry? Luke Perry's son is a wrestler. Chandler? Who? Matthew Perry? What's his name? <laughs> he's Matthew Perry. The Chandler? <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, his son is a wrestler. What is his name? It should be Duke Perry, uh, yeah, right? Should think, it not be Duke Perry? It, it should, be, it Duke should be Duke Perry. It should I mean, be Luke I, Perry. I have to third. Google this immediately. Luke Perry 3. Luke Perry 2. LP 2? Luke Perry, son, wrestler. Yo, I'm what if he you. did that classic thing that a lot of like second, third generation wrestlers do, where he goes with Perry Luke? Yeah, he could, he could do be that. Perry but, Luke. But, but calling Whoa. him a second generation wrestler How does he is look? insane. Uh, he looks crazy. He's like seventeen, probably. He's very young. He has. He looks like a. He he, he is has a wrestler, like, right? He has Palomalu hair. Only he's white. Like he's got a huge mane. Luke Perry's son has Palomalu hair. Yeah, I mean, you want to come over here and just look at this real quick? Yeah, or absolutely. No? I mean, it is absurd what this guy looks like. Is he is he in anything? 
Oh my goodness! He's oh, like a yeah. skinny but jacked. Great look. Uh, yeah, he's got a great look. I no, think he's ready for the big guys. Body. If you look at Rollins, that's what his right, body right. looked like when, when he, he was, was that age. Chicks. Yeah. Local wrestling event to support his son. Luke Perry attends. Guys, complete random How thought. How was it when you got to the airport well, here and you walk outside and you just see that like WWE decaled up the place? Like Love the it. whole they New Orleans the airport. airport is covered in like Braun Strowman's, Charlotte's, Oscars. It's fucking they awesome. The airport. Yeah. I guarantee that Luke Perry's son gets a WWE shot. Okay, let's go back into let's go back to NXT. What zip code do you think he wrestles in? Nine or two and no. Cool. Back to NXT. Let's go. Okay. Uh, undisputed era, but it's Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly versus the authors of Pain. A common reason. I mean, we, we don't versus Roderick that, Strong do and Pete Dunne. Because this is the thing with NXT. Sometimes you're just like, that match is gonna be dope. But that's all I got to yeah. say about it. It's a triple threat tag match for the tag team championship and for the Dusty Team Classic official victory, which is very funny because Undisputed Era, who wasn't even in the tournament, theoretically could win the tournament. You know, what I'm a big fan of what? Not related to this match, but NXT uh, Murphy. Yeah, he's doing great work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Alexis, and I know, Mr. which is Blister Bliss. definitely gives him a bump up. Twisted Blister. Book. All right, so. Mister, uh, no, it's a Mr. Blister. M- Mr. Blister. So, all right, are we good on NXT? Um, no, we got a couple. No, right, we're let's, not let's good. Go, let's go through. All right, so quickly, official predictions for the tag match. Who do you think is going to win? Oh, uh, I think uh, Authors of Pain are coming up on Monday. I have to agree with Dan, although. I, but like who do you think is going to win the match? I think Authors of Pain. I think what's Bludgeon hard Brothers. to read because if they're coming up, they could lose, but they could all. You yeah, know. but we're doing predictions, so just fucking don't tell me it's hard to predict. Just predict. <laughs> it's, it's really tough. Yeah, um, I think it's uh, um, what's their t- what's their name again? War Machines. <laughs> uh, no, they don't have it. Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne, Authors of Pain, and Undisputed Era. I'm gonna oh. go with Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Yeah, I, I don't care. What, what, what's that Give mean? a prediction. What Roddy you, Strong. Okay, I'm going with Undisputed I'm not era. a big fan of Roderick Strong, for the record, by the way. Pete great Dunne, wrestler. terrific. Roddy Strong's great. Amazing wrestler. But, but he's so, like, vanilla. He just doesn't... Yeah, he's he, a little vanilla. He yeah, kind of yeah. reminds me of um, Van Wilder. What's it? Ryan Reynolds. Only less less jacked. But to me... Well, he, he has a body type that doesn't work for me at all, which yeah. is like... If you're Pete Dunne, you're just like, okay, you're an amazing wrestler and you're not in shape. Terrific. If you're Murphy, you're just like a big... Beefy dude. Right. If you're Roderick Strong, you're just like uh, what, like a like a little bit of a washed up high school athlete. Pretty like, much, that's what he looks like. He's Didn't kind Murphy of like in lose okay like twenty five pounds so he could hit the two oh five. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah Murphy's funny. a really that good. That was wrestler. his big thing. Is that he he like he lost a shit ton of weight to hit two oh five. Who the hell wants to be at two oh five live? Well, I think it was just kind of like they were playing that angle. Did you, know? you see the Leo Rush <laughs> Murphy thing from Access yesterday? No. They wrestled. Pop that up. We're, we're just talking about NXT body types real quick. If you haven't taken a look at heavy machinery, I've never I, seen guys' bodies like this. Well, it's a like square this. and a rectangle. Yeah, it is absurd. They're geometric shapes, those guys. The build on these guys is something out of a comic book. All right, I want to get to Mania. What's All next? All right, uh, Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler oh, for okay. the NXT um, Women's Championship. So, yeah, do you, the question is, are they bringing up Ember Moon? That's the question. Right. I'm going to say no. I mean, I, look, she's very far along, but I still feel like she's missing a little something. And, I, I mean, I, kn- I, I know we want to pretend this doesn't matter, but she's infinitesimal. She is tiny. Right. How how far can she go? Doesn't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think it matters. It, do, it definitely I don't matters. think it matters. I think what matters is that she's kind of a jabroni on the mic. Right. The Ember Moon gimmick is so nonsensical. Right. I she's am a great Ember wrestler, Moon. Though. What? what yeah, obviously you can't be NXT, you can't be in NXT unless you're a great wrestler. Like, uh, actually, you can be if you're Elias, and then you can actually get over on the main card. Right. Uh, I saw Triple H do an interview where he was 
he claims he told Elias, you're not going to get over until you're on the main card. <laughs> All right, Triple H. Yeah, like, you know the biz that well. It, it is I mean, a predictable thing because he actually had a thing where you're like, oh, he's a drifter. But that's also some classic secondhand wrestling below. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, where'd you hear that from, Dan? No, no. That, he said that. I saw him say it. Who said it? Triple H said it in an interview. I stand corrected. Okay, so anyway. Moving on. I so, would like to see him rejoin to his last name of Elias Sampson and team up with Antonio Cesaro. Ladies and gentlemen, the predictions keep going. Okay. Okay. Elias is a guy I wouldn't mind looking like, for the record. Oh, for Ooh, sure. Stunned. All right, so who I, do we, who I do wish we I was wearing bandanas on my wrist. Ember Moon Baszler, who wins? Oh, yeah, I think Ember Moon retains, and I think they yeah. go for the trilogy, right? Because they only had two matches. So well, I just also, think it's like... Baszler's like Great. They're gonna wait. They're, they're gonna wait. Okay. Baszler needs to grow more, and why not just time it when Rousey's full time? Right. Because uh, I think what I heard is that Rousey is gonna go away after Mania for a little bit. Train up. Yeah, train. Hot take. Sure. Yeah. Hope so. Yeah. Uh, I also predict Ember Moon. Uh, Shayna Baszler just doesn't do it for me. But what, Ember Moon is like in a classic. It's like an NXT like fuck up. It's like what is. Start, it's like the demon or whatever. Like, start, although the demon is great because now you're they're like, they just don't, don't, don't talk about the demon. Right. Just, we don't even know if Finn's coming out tomorrow as the demon. Well, I imagine he is because it's WrestleMania. Right. But, like, just don't even talk about it. It's just war paint. Right. 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 It's, not a, it's not like I become the demon. A guy, like, like, the only guy who could pull off a gimmick like the demon is probably a Matt Hardy, a lat level of actor or uh, or wrestling actor. A Bray yeah, Wyatt. I like calling Matt Hardy you know, a great actor. Finn he, is just, he's just a theater guy. He's just doing some theater stuff. Right. He just needs to flex that muscle. Right. So, all right. So, anyway, um, yeah, Ember. I'm just saying, Ember. Magic comes up there. Ember Moon. What? Are, how people are gonna be like? Oh, she's Ember Moon. Quick, quick aside. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance that, uh, like, obviously WWE bites all the best gimmicks that are happening outside of WWE? Yeah. Clearly, the Golden Lovers thing is kind of going wild at the moment. Do you think there's anything going on with Finn where they're gonna go down that road? Yes. They see. They're, they're scared of what's going on with Omega. They see it. Stephanie sees it more than Vince is my guess, and that's why you hear Stephanie saying we should maybe think about having Finn play a progressive gay guy as his wrestler, and we don't know if he's actually gay. And, and that's the thing. Even the way they're playing it with Omega, I feel like WWE embraced that because it's not like you're not making any statements. They you're see someone way ahead of the curve. For sure, and it's like, and, and there's a there's an audience behind it, and the one thing I know about WWE is they'll sell out to anyone at any time. Right, so I'm saying the thing is, don't. I hope they don't do that gimmick with Finn if he's not actually bisexual or gay. Like I, right. I, I really hope they don't just because it's. Just, I don't think he would want to do it if he's not. I don't right. think, at I don't a think minimum, he's a friend of the community. He's an ally. Didn't he, didn't he date Bailey? Didn't I hear that? I mean, if he dated Bailey, I'm positive he's gay. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get to the last match. Is that Andrade it? Cien Almas? How did Murphy get bliss and he went for Bailey? Oh my God! Well, Andrade Murphy. Cien Almas versus Alistair Black singles match for the NXT Championship. Mm, Who takes it this down? This is actually a tough one to call. Very tough one. This is a coin toss. We, the thing we know about this match is similar to the Dream. It's um, going to be great. Uh, uh, the, 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 similar to the Dream Black match, um, we're, we're going to walk out with two winners. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. So it, I don't think I think these guys are going to wrestle so hard it's not going to matter. You right. know what I mean? It's going to be like, oh, who won? I don't know. But I do think Aleister Black, um, I think either choice is like fine. If they have, It's all about the entry plan for both of these guys. You know, yeah. so I'm not giving a prediction per se, but I'm saying like if they but you have to give a prediction. I think I think almost is I think they're both completely ready for the main roster. I think almost is a guy who like you put right on raw, especially like he can. Uh, yeah. So I think if I had to guess, 
My guess is Alistair Black wins. That's my guess. I think it's cool. I've, I've been saying it's slick to have him lose, and then we just see Black on Monday. Right. But I do think they're going to be like, they see Black as like a long-term talent. They're going to want him to come up knowing he was NXT champion. Right. Just to say, this is NXT champion, yeah, yeah. Alistair Black. Let me ask you this. And I think he sells tickets for NXT also. Are both of them on the main roster by Wednesday? No. 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 Only one of them is coming up because they those are the they need these those are their two headliners. Right. So Arlen, who do you think wins? I have to agree with Dan's logic in that I think he needs the belt. Uh, yeah. And by the way, yeah. The, yeah. The, the the people I was talking about who di- who didn't come up with a belt, me and Shebs figured this out. I was like, someone from NXT came up to the main roster like a big player, and I was referring to Enzo and Cass. Because that was a team who they never had the belt. God, man. But, if, but it felt like they absolutely were going to get the belt they, and should have got the belt. Yeah, just, they brought them up without doing it. I bet it. most people believe they had the tag belts in Probably, NXT. Yeah. Has anyone heard anything about Enzo? No. I heard he's is a real he gonna, bad he's guy. He's going to go to jail? I mean, he should. He's, no. he's a greaseball. I will say, he is such an example of the dangers of the gimmick defining the man. Right. Because, like, the second that happened, let's say it's not true, which I'm, sh- I'm Less sure Less counted Ric Flair? You definitely believe it is, right? I mean, he's a prime example of... I judged a book by its cover. Then I was like, "Oh, maybe I'm wrong." And then I'm like, "No, I was." He's right. got that McGregor thing. Like, like he's not but friends with anyone. Works. Cass. He's like, you know, these people like they're not friends with anyone they were friends with two months ago. Right. <laughs> right? It only works if you're the best guy, though. Like, if you're right. McGregor, okay. If you're Ric Flair, fine. If you're Enzo, you can't be hated. Enzo was one of the best guys on the microphone in the company. That's true. It is just fact. I mean, he, he was so man. small, and his gimmick was, like, pretty annoying. And but it don't, yeah, it was re- Listen, maybe he was one of the best guys on the mic, but don't you feel like it was a little one note? Like, he never... When he first debuted, that promo was incredible. And then I was like, man, where is this guy going? Yeah. And it was, like, the same place over and over again. Totally. All right, let's get into WrestleMania. Sure. We the, literally Wrestle talk about Munaki. Yeah, I'm looking at it on, on Wikipedia, and the, the order is all over the place. Like, so, uh, well, I, that's I, a gimmick. They, like, move it around. Yeah, so I'm just going to go... I think let's just talk about the big matches. You, you think we'll be sitting well, next to John Cena? Well, John Cena's a fan. He might be sitting behind us. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sitting in the 14th row on Section A of the floor, thanks to some chicanery by Jason Sh- Chicanery Bureau. Uh, sh- sh- uh, um, uh, yeah. Shout out to Dave Schilling, uh, listener, uh, a past guest on the show, who sells chicanery t-shirts at ProLSCTs.com. Probably Dave Schilling, but I don't know. I don't know the exact site. Yeah. But I'd he, like to do predictions for all these, even though. Even all right, cool. All right, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle. Well, I'll give my prediction, and you guys will respond to it. What I said on Monday, and I'll just—I won't even give too much description. Okay. So I said Matt Hardy was that. Uh, I think that's a great choice. You can never predict these things. It's like so; it doesn't matter, and it's so out of left field. But I'm just going to go with that because I like. The yeah, my my logic was make it fun, have Vanguard one swoop down, and then distract Baron Corbin, and Matt Hardy throws him off. I mean, I'd love to get a look at deleted Bray Wyatt, but uh, I don't think we're going to see it yet. So it's I, just a waste, right? Yeah, it'd be a waste. Well, it's mania, so maybe not. So I'm yeah. saying Matt Hardy. I yeah. think that makes too much sense. I predict whoever has the most famous friend that can interrupt the match <laughs> yeah, will win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a woman on the plane was, like, really bragging about how her friend is Mojo Rawley. <laughs> she was like, I just kept hearing it over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just kept being like, well, he go- they call him Mojo Rawley, but, like, I know him as Dave or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Marilyn Terrapin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Terps uh, for life. WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Who wins it? I think the smart thing to do is actually uh, – uh, uh, my pick was Sasha or Bailey. <laughs> Right, but if you had to pick one. I think somebody should knock both of them out and like, get someone else over. <laughs> I think someone should knock both of them out of the company. Well, I'm saying they bit. should, like, distract each other and kind of, like, take each other out. Like, they, you know. Yeah, but then who would win it? Like, who? 
no idea. But I think it's just a time to get as many women over as possible, totally. which is why I chose Nia Jax. Um, because it's just like let's just start like you know is she in it? No, no, no. I'm saying for the title match. Oh, we okay. To. So I'm gonna predict it's going to Bailey. Let's yeah, just take I'll say look. Sasha. Yeah. I I have a question. Yeah. Do you, what do you think if they made a rule that uh you could only have singles matches and tag team matches on the Mania card? I wouldn't like it. I, I just think I, I think all that. these like battle royals and stuff cheapen like everyone. No, they're not need... on the Mania. They're both on kickoff. Well, you don't really know yet, to be honest. No, with you do know. It's certain. they're announced. Yeah, the, those are the kickoff show is Mustafa is the cruiserweight championship match and the two Royals. I like. I like. They Mustafa might move Ali. one other thing to there, but those ones are locked in. AJ uh, AJ Shinsuke. That's great, right? Last yeah, year, awesome. last year AJ was kickoff, right? No, no. He opened up bef- Raw. He opened up the card. AJ. Uh, oh, so it was Shane. on. It was on the main event. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, who do you predict winning the women's battle royal? Arm? How much time do we have here? Bailey? Well, I mean, how much time do we have till dinner? Or when do we, we got to leave? When's dinner? Uh, we got plenty of time. Dinner's at 5? Yeah. All right, cool. Glad the, the So we'll, we'll finish <laughs> up at 4 uh, Zig, don't edit that out. Doing this podcast around what really matters, our dinner. Uh, Arlen, just give me a name. Give me a name of any woman. This podcast is alive, Sasha. baby. Sasha? Great. Uh, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Who cares? Mustafa. Ali. I like him. Okay, Mustafa Ali. Ali. I, I really like Ali's wrestling. Mm-hmm. He's really cool, but I don't really watch the... I don't watch... Uh, the, the 205 Live. Okay. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, so uh, I said Daniel Bryan here. The way I booked it was uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane are, like, not gelling at all because they don't gel. Like, I'm going with the fact that they have no chemistry, and I'm saying, like, Is Shane they sick? St- Does he have diabetes? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it seems like he's in good he's cleared. He's cleared to wrestle cleared. on WrestleMania, which means, like, you can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, um, if you ever got to grease a doctor, it's the it's Mania. Yeah, yeah sure. So I had Daniel Bryan win. I so badly want this to be the Daniel Bryan heel turn, I, 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 but I just don't think they're going to do it. It makes the most sense. The Daniel Bryan heel turn here and joining with those guys is yeah. so exciting. What a stable that! And would be you like, can protect him, like he could be right. like the mouthpiece. Well, he, not the mouthpiece, and but he could be the the figure, like head. the 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 leader of this group of like hot indie guys. Yeah, those are like three of the best indie wrestlers like ever. Yeah. So I, as much as I want that to happen, I just think it's going to be a straight up feel good. DB and Shane beat. Like, would you have the balls to book that? Like, you know what I think yes, about? Yes, I think about I that would. last Jedi movie. Yeah. Like. I, what's his name? Rian Johnson or whatever. Yeah. You're like, I, I'm like, I lo- the script is super cool, but like the fact that he had the balls to like pull the trigger on that Luke Skywalker, right. that, that's like this. Like where you're like, all right, I'm going to, this Daniel Bryan heel turn is really cool on his comeback, which is the stakes are so high. Yeah. And this is such a big commodity for the company, his face. He sells so many t-shirts, the merch. Would you have the balls? To be yes. Like, Do you think he's not going to sell t-shirts just because he's a heel? He'll be a heel that everyone loves. I think it's like a proven fact if you're a heel, yeah, you don't he, sell t-shirts. I know. <laughs> yeah. I I'm going the other way. KO Sammy. So okay. They, so they could turn on each other. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, and just, I want to state so that we know and it's on record, we are also going to record these predictions. And as per Salami Bros custom, the winner will be the man and the loser has to buy Taco Bell for everybody. Love All it. Right, well, we're going to write them down after because I don't remember what I said here. And I'll, Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, by the way, if you want to change your booking to an actual prediction on something, you can do that. Okay. Uh, triple threat tag match. Usos, New Day, Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. To the Bludgeon Brothers, not to the whole I mean, match. that's going to go to I the think, kickoff show, right? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Because be uh, the reason I don't think so is I think they the Usos made moment a big deal, thing. Yeah. I think they made a big deal about it, and I think it got their ear. And I think Usos win. Yeah. Like New Day... 
uh, I think we're Usos done, win. right? Like, we're good on New Day? They don't need the belts. I think Usos win also. New Day, really, they need one of these guys to have a singles push so they can be more serious. I mean, it can't be Xavier Woods because... No, it's Big E. It's Big gotta E's be really gotta good. Be Big E, yeah. yeah it's gotta he, be Big E. Really and by the way, he can mic it, like out of the park also it's biggie's one of the biggest wastes of talent i can think of like imagine biggie versus aj like but there's a lot yeah, of cool shit you can do a, with biggie it, it's not a waste of talent when you're one of the most popular stables of all time moving merch like crazy you know like it's yeah he'll have his moment you're right. making money you're right they're doing good i mean uh, i'm gonna go with bludgeon brothers to be honest with you are you really yeah why not but they're pushing their gimmicks they're, super yeah, they're hard they're pushing them really hard so they stink bad. it's and atrocious th- if you think about it in terms of those guys if they want to like why did i give zach Ryder their belt like these are two like guys are pretty close to veterans at this point like in the company you know they're around for a while uh, do, do you have any beef with the fact that like they're like I, I get when you repackage someone and you don't address it that's fine but these guys their gimmick is almost like linearly tied to their previous gimmick yeah, it's like a and half not addressing repackage. that is weird to me yeah totally I, think, I don't like that i think i'd like these guys 10 times more if they didn't carry mallets that they're never going to use and didn't wear rejected also cane like outfits. visibly fake mallets right and yeah they look like they're at made least, out of plastic at least triple h's sledgehammer is like real. a sledgehammer a I, I absolutely think the gimmick is terrible the one thing i dig is sometimes they swing the mallet and it hits something right and the noise it gives off is like oh shit you know that's the only that's thing just those Hulk mittens. Yeah. It has, like, yeah. the audio yeah, built yeah, into yeah. it. But it's like, why even... Why can't there just be Harper and Rowan and just be the exact same thing? Just Because they sound like a comedy duo from that's, the UK. That's, that's right. right. Next match. Uh, next match. Let's go uh, the bar against Braun Strowman and TBD. All right, so who's Braun Strowman's partner? I said uh, I said Kurt Hawkins, but I was choosing... I saw a guy wearing a Kurt Hawkins shirt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. The tally one? Really that's nice. a great shirt. The tally, it was called the tally whacker. He also had a man. But um, he, um, br- uh, it doesn't have to be Kurt Hawkins. My fan. booking is not based on what wrestler I choose. The booking is based on him going running with the thing that his partner doesn't matter. It's a completely neutralized threat that he just doesn't tag in or beats up. And the thing I had is that he knocks out Kurt Hawkins, throws him through a wall again. Like right away, they come out together. He throws him through the LED lights and then just lays him in the corner and does the match by himself. I love it. I love that booking, and I think it's going to happen. I think Braun Strowman wins. How could you possibly put the bar over Braun Strowman? You can't. Keep in mind, Rey Mysterio does not count as a new, even though he's booked, people say he's hurt, but he doesn't count as a bad pick, right? Like, he, he, even though he's small, he's still a threat. What do you mean? No, I'm saying anyone, if it's Ellsworth, anyone, oh. anyone they choose who's like a, a shrimp. Right, it should be like somebody who's a complete zilch. Yeah. Like, Rey Mysterio is a former champion. He's not a zilch. Question, has anyone been called up on the Mania card yet from NXT? Has that happened? Ever? No. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. No, but a- my booking was make Alistair, when Rollins didn't have a, an opponent, I was like, oh, it's awesome if it's they just have like Rollins versus yeah. mystery opponent and it's Alistair Black. And but they there is that precedent from last year. Like the Hardy Boys wrestled the night before and then they came onto the Maniac. I mean, that would be interesting if they called someone up. It's, just, it's not, not a it's great way to debut because it's Braun. It's important for them. It's Braun had an amazing year. It's important for him to have a big WrestleMania moment. Braun needs to walk out with those belts. There would be it. nothing cooler than seeing Braun Strowman with both tag belts like around his neck. You All know, right, like, so prediction, you're going with me. You're yeah. going with shrimp. Yeah. And are well, you pick- that, the prediction is just who wins. I mean, yeah, it's pr- I mean I win, I, Braun, Braun is the prediction. Ha- no, oh, yeah, yeah. you can't counter. Okay. The bar isn't winning. Yeah, Braun wins. Uh, yeah, cool. Is there, is, is, there's a good chance it's either Big Show or Cass, so, too, which sucks. Uh, Cass. I'm ready for those guys to turn on each other also. Uh, good night to that. Yeah, I hate Cass. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. Mm. Cool Mania match, by the way. Show versus Cass versus uh, uh, Strowman. <laughs> like, I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Strowman over right, everybody. Anyway, keep going. What we say? Oscar, Oscar Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay. For the, I mean, for the belt. Yeah, I say Oscar, clean win. 
because uh, Asuka is going to move to SmackDown and they're going to move Charlotte to Raw. So it's kind of just like, and then why even, like Charlotte could take a loss to Asuka. It just makes Asuka look bigger. This seems obvious. It does seem very obvious. It's the only thing that makes me feel like maybe they swerve it. But like, hard to call anything other than that because of the brand split and what they're going to do with Asuka. Charlotte just doesn't belong on, on SmackDown. It, I think she's great wherever she goes. I mean, I yeah. have no problem with Charlotte on any show. That's not my issue. My issue is I think she doesn't need the win. She's Charlotte Flair. She's going to get the belt back anywhere she goes. Oscar, keep the streak going. Why not? There's Oscar also wins. a high likelihood of a Carmella cash-in, but not on this match. Uh, you know, people are dis- – you know, I don't see why – like, if Carmella breaks the streak – yeah. If, if Oscar wins and then she cashes in, she breaks a streak with with by cheating with the thing. It's kind of a good way to like get rid of the whole streak thing, which totally. is like it I, yeah. is. But but Carmella doesn't feel quite at the level to achieve that. I mean, but she's gonna get a belt right at some point. Yeah, she's winning. I, she's I just don't think it'll be on this match. Okay. She's walking out with the raw belt or the SmackDown belt, gun to the head. She's walking out with the raw belt because right. it's just more exciting. Correct. Right. And and I think there's a better. They're probably gonna save that like breaking the streak. It's also a great way to shake up superstars. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like. Just switch them there, you know. It's like a, it's you're combining the superstar shakeup and WrestleMania, which is great. I yeah. think also the thing is like the Charlotte Oscar match, if it's just straight up match, can bring the house down. That could be one of the biggest matches of the whole weekend. Yeah, it's important for that match and the AJ match to just be work rate matches. Right. Like, and that's important for the WWE brand to like we're talking about to compete to make sure that new japan knows who's boss you know straight up wrestling top five wrestlers on this card charlotte and oscar are both in the top five for me yeah i mean i'm always i'm a charlotte mark to the max so uh, i am i don't put oscar in the top five i think oscar's overrated top 10 yeah maybe top it 10. might be that you're just not ready for her i'm i personally i'm not ready for her. <laughs> all right well, oscar, we're all picking Nobody's. oscar next okay all picking, alexa bliss versus nia Jax. i'm sure you guys are going to pick charlotte this um, is Carmella. the match that carmel is going to guys if that all right if the cattle prod happens do you guys gonna buy me some taco bell or yeah, something of course that's, that's like an automatic crazy. win yeah <laughs> if alexa bliss cattle prods uh nia Jax because she's fat and they make a whole gimmick out of well, that she doesn't, it doesn't have to be they don't have to well, say it's, it's a cow it's a cow thing you know like it's a it's an insult to it's injury. a very precedented weapon in wrestling i don't think that's gonna happen but if it does i'll buy you taco yeah Bell. i guess tasing is very controversial now because of like police right yeah, yeah come on man. <laughs> so predictions do we all think carmelo's walking away with this belt i do not you think she's cashing in and losing correct so who do you predict for the winner of this match I mean, I, I think it will be Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Carmella just put out a new T-shirt. They have been just pushing. That's fine. Kay. They have been pushing Nia Jax yeah. over. Like she's one of those people that they're riding. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're they're not accepting that she's not getting over. Right. So would I be shocked if it was Nia Jax? I would not. But right. I will go with Alexa Bliss. I'm in the exact. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. The one percenters whoop ass. Two percenters whoop ass. Schweppes Black Cherry. <laughs> nice. And so on the air, I want to know, you were bad-mouthing the Schweppes Black Cherry. It has the most carbonation and flavor. True or false? True. Bam! <laughs> you didn't ask me if I like it, though. But do okay. you like it? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Um, um, I actually, Arlen, agree 100% with you. I think Alexa Bliss is going to retain. Yeah. I think that Carmella is going to cash in, and I think she's going to not succeed with her cash in. I don't think Carmella has we're hearing enough outside. juice to actually carry the belt. So I think it has to be one of the two of them. Yeah. I think they would love to put the strap on Nia. I just don't think she has the mic I don't think she's ready. Yeah, I don't think she's there. So I there. feel like Alexa Bliss is tremendous. She's great. I mean, she's, she's the best She's the, the best female on the mic. Oh, my God. And I don't see why you wouldn't keep riding her. Would you say that Alexa is not like most girls? Yes, sure. I would say that. Yeah, Alexa. Oof. 
But uh, yeah, I would say Twisted that my thing bliss. is that if Nia Jax wins, Carmella is walking out with that belt. Okay, but your prediction and my prediction is, is Nia Jax, okay. Murphy, Mister Blister. How does the cash in factor into the predictions? It doesn't. Um, well, I think that like Alexa's gonna win with some fucking crazy bullshit. Nia's gonna be out, out. I think that Carmella's gonna come down and try to get some business going. But we have Mickey James in the mix to de- deflect that. We have an angry Nia Jax to come up and just clear house. She would look very strong if that happens. If Alexa wins c- from some interference, Nia's pissed. Carmella comes to cash in, and Nia just in a rage destroys. Alexa and destroys Carmella. She looks really strong. She walks away from Mania with people on her side. Yeah. Alexa gets the belt. She looks strong. And Carmella could go fuck herself. Yeah. Uh, I just, the, the one believable win by Alexa was at the chamber. Yeah. Because she great. used the chamber. Oh, she was escaping like a hero. So I worry without, with, with, in just a classic match, a one on one, you know, I worry. But she has Mickey. So She has Mickey. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. My official pick is Nia Jax with okay. a Carmella Cashin. Our official pick is Alexa Bliss. Uh, U.S. title match, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mayhall. Is that how you pronounce it? Jinder Mayhall? Yeah. WWE champion, Jinder Mayhall. Versus Rusev Day. Yeah, I mean, I picked Rusev, and I picked this match to kick off the show, too. Yeah, I think it's Rusev. I mean, how do you not honor what he's doing? You gotta give him the belt. Well, he's a late. He was a late addition to this Who match. Who gives correct? a shit? No, no. I'm just saying. Gun to the head, though. Gun to the head. Randy right? Orton is walking out of there with that title. That's what you're, you're I'm saying. Gun to the head. Gun to the head. Gun to, after last year watching Randy Orton beat Bray, that was like yeah. one of the saddest in the shittiest match. Right. Where it was like, oh, he does the projections, which I dug. But if he loses, it makes the projections dumb. Silly. Yeah. You know. Um, I can't believe people didn't like the projections. That was all right. They this just didn't so heighten. Cool. There was three beats, and they didn't heighten. I, yeah. I, I think you made the point, which is the projections didn't work in hindsight because he lost. Right. Like, I think if he won, the projections are terrific. And when, when he loses, you're like, this is stupid gimmick. Yeah. Ugh, but, man. Dan, I got bad news for you. If your gun to the head is Randy Orton walking out of there with the belt, then that's your prediction. No, my prediction is Rusev. So then gun to the head, Rusev walks out. No, no. Him. I just mean, like, I can't imagine Vince being like, Randy's going to lose you know okay well but i'm saying rusev okay so Arlen, he, he, you can't he's also? had the belt for like two weeks you know so what but randy orton's a guy that could have the belt lose yeah. the belt. it doesn't matter and he's, he's probably a, gonna go away for such, a little bit juice up yeah he's such a beltsman uh rusev day randy orton got what he needed out of the u.s title which is just completing the grand slam now it doesn't matter actually as a matter of fact the only guy i know who won't win this is bobby Roode. This guy, I think true. the champion, yeah. the guy who wins here, Jinder Mahal definitely could win. He needs it. It's actually a really good spot to have Jinder win, and we need some heel wins here. Right. Uh, so I do, I do think Jinder is actually a pretty good pick. Can I challenge you? And, and, why and, are you, why are you so certain Bobby Roode can't win? Uh, it's just, just. Uh, don't, don't you think he's the guy who would benefit the most from having the belt? He's just not glorious enough. Wait, I just I just I, can't see it. I could be wrong. I don't think I just don't see it. That's it. Just timing's wrong. Timing's wrong. He just had the belt. Um, I could use him to feud more to win, it, like work harder to get it back. I could use him in a different program entirely. Get yeah, him out of the belt picture. Just, just see what else. Could, like shake him up because this wasn't working. Let's like go somewhere. Yeah, it my sure official seems sol- like Rusev is winning. My official match. selection is Rusev Day because technically he is a heel. Right. So it's all it is heel. I, mean, I brought my Rusev Day shirt. It's so actually a big thing because you can have a heel win and also everyone goes home happy. Right. 
So we all predict Rusev. Yeah. Miz versus Rollins versus Finn. Yeah, I chose a Miz retain here with a with a <laughs> with, with a, a crazy uh, Maurice with a fake baby. <laughs> Come on, you can't it's, you can't do that. that. That's not happening. Yeah. But but your pick is Miz. Maurice is not even gonna be. No. I imagine she's not gonna be here. This uh, I mean, if she's what do you do if you're in that scenario? Because if it's me and Jamie, let's say Jamie had, was like playing uh, a, a big th- stadium or something, or not stadium, but like a theater, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and uh, we just had a kid or whatever. Like, like uh, a kid that's not supposed to travel yet. Like a six. I think I just make it happen. Start. I get on a what bus. You you, you, no, I, I think what you're missing is like it's the price of the profession. Like Miz doesn't get to say, um, like there's no option. You're here. It's it's no no no. I know Miz is coming. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about Maurice, Maurice bring, and the baby running into the ring. Like I to think be you bring it, like he's your your. No, she's staying at home. Okay. Yeah, I think he's, Maurice is at home. By the way, he's lucky he got to be there when the baby was born. Oh, absolutely. Like he would have missed. He would have missed the birth. Right. No, but you're talking. No, it's the price of the profession. No, absolutely. You're talking around my point. My point is. Does Maurice show up? Like I'm no, saying, like, I do I sit at home when Jamie has a big show? Yes. You watch your fucking kid who's six days old. I mean, the kid's a couple weeks old. Okay, why, well, why are you assuming you can't have a big show in this scenario? He's just being realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing how quickly you went to, like, well, Jamie has a big show. I'm home with the kid. I don't know. But you couldn't even imagine it. You Believe weren't even in envisioning yourself. God it. damn it, man. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Oh, Jeez Louise. God. Can we cut that out? No, no, no. no. Uh, play right. it. Could you edit it so that we play that three times in a row? <laughs> yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Uh, right. So who do you think is going to win this match? Oh, I say Miz Retain. Arlen, who do you think? I'm going to go with Rollins because that's what I want. This is interesting because I th- have a very strong feeling that Finn is going to win this match. In yeah. Terrasant. Finn could they're easily They're win all the great match. choices. Right. I just think uh, I, th- I could see Miz winning tonight, dropping it tomorrow. Right. I think Miz needs to drop, and I think well, he's going to take some time. Miz doesn't need the belt. He doesn't, he doesn't need the belt. I think he's going to take some time off to be like a, like a oh, month. You guys are way off Go home mark. with the kid. Miz doesn't need the belt. Miz is become in the process of becoming the best intercontinental champion of all time. Like sure. and so him holding this belt for another the way I booked it, you want to hear the honest thing is uh, on the podcast I said, Miz retains, he goes to the back, passes Daniel Bryan, who's cutting a promo. They look at each other, you set up for 35. Miz, Daniel Bryan for the IC belt. I mean that'd, that'd be very cool. I mean, I, number one feud I've been dying for. Yeah, I, yeah. I was saying this all along. That could easily be for a heavyweight belt, but why not just make it the most anticipated IC match? Why not? They got to bring that IC title feels so much more prestigious. Just Daniel, Miz, Miz is really pushing this like I've made the IC belt cool gimmick, and I really dig it. And, and he really, has. He yeah. also has made the belt right. cool. Now he does have a baby, and he might want to go take I some think time he's off. Take some time off. I think he's earned it after the year he's had, and I think he, we Finn is just like. Seems so primed for like a a push, yeah. a belt. He hasn't had like a belt since the Universal title. I'm gonna stick to my Miz retain, but they're all good picks. Rollins quick, could quick use an IC run. Yeah. Um, when he cut his CM Punk promo, where he was like, "I'm not on the cover of the." Yeah. Uh, do you think like that was like gen- like was that set up so he could cut the promo? Oh, or? you think like was he yeah, not on cur- the program? Yeah, like was he legit? No, I think he just they fell into that. Yeah, I think I, 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 I think Rollins. I think Finn. Is, is a better pick than Rollins because I think Finn is like it's a definitely nice a better slotted pick. for the IC spot is really nice. Whereas like, and you could see Rollins just having a real strong showing here, not being involved in the finish, and then just going right, right up to Reigns, yeah, right up to <laughs> right, yeah, totally. Because that feud's needs, gonna be big money. The next, yeah, he needs his next program. 
And, well, and he's yeah, ready. and we're gonna we're gonna and not only that we're gonna have the Shield three way match oh. for the title at SummerSlam probably right like I would that's love gonna be, if that's Dean like a Ambrose. major main event. I also think yeah. they were a little worried about Rollins getting injured again, and they kind of wanted to see if he could like hang around. How many consecutive games could he play? And right. and I think he's proven it. He's ready to rock. Like he's yeah. poised for something. Can we agree he's, on that? Can we agree Rollins is into, ready for something? Yeah, he's falling into right now. He's fall he, through failure has fell back into his. Uh, a main thing, which is he's an amazing wrestler, right? And he's falling into that AJ zone where you remember you're like, oh, oh, Rollins, yeah, this guy could go. Let me tell you something. One of my favorite moves in all of wrestling right now is the top rope superplex into Falcon Arrow. That is a it's, thing of beauty. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I also think Finn's gonna. It's not as good as the uh, AJ Styles flip into the dragon yeah, suplex sleeper. Awesome. Oh, what's wild. it? A dragon. It's a, uh, um, a neck breaker. Your dragon, uh, dragon sleeper neck breaker, right? Yeah. Reverse DDT, maybe curtain call type situation. I don't. Know. There, there's no move better than that. Scorpion death drop. It's yeah, scorpion, scorpion death drop. drop. Yeah, it's just things finish. Um, yeah, I also think Finn is going to come out in demon paint, and he doesn't lose in demon paint. He's not not coming out in mania for de in demon paint. Mm, he has not come out in demon paint at times when I thought he was this supposed to come out. Do you think yeah. that if he doesn't come out in demon paint, he means he's losing? Yes. I think it's direct correlation. I think it's direct I think correlation. Right. <laughs> I think we'll know if he's going to win or not based on his paint. Because if he was going to win, why not paint him? All right, stick it with Miz. What are you guys picking? We're Finn. already locked in. Cool. Finn. Next match. And he said Rollins. Are we all going fully painted tomorrow? Yeah, I'm putting my Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, I got the guy coming in, right, cool. in the morning. Uh, AJ versus Shinsuke. Yeah, I mean, I think AJ is retaining. I I do too. I think AJ is retaining. I think Shinsuke is not ready. This match is more to is more. This whole run is to get Shinsuke over without doing any uh, totally. work on the character. Totally. <laughs> so I think it's just like he's not fully ready yet. But I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. But I think it's just it's AJ's time. I just don't think Shinsuke Nakamura is ready. I don't think they're ready to put their strap, their lineal title on Shinsuke. I just don't see it happening. You you heard Jinder what I said. Mahal Are you has making had a it. racist argument right now? No, I just don't think he's good enough. No, but Jinder Jinder was clearly everything. Correct. Right. Correct. That right? was to me that is such a disgusting miss like miss uh, appropriation no, of No, but resources. it was strategic. You, you, it was a strategic move on their part. It should have been it that did red what belt. they needed to do. It had to have been that red belt. Cuz there was an amazing thing Arlen, when you weren't watching wrestling where like the guys like Benoit and and Mysterio it was like all right all, all the murderers all, all the, yeah both of them have killed people. The guys the who you're Mysterio like killed someone? Yeah. In a in a match. Oh, Mysterio wrestled the guy to death. Oh, but, nice. Um, it's so the same thing as killing someone. Um, uh, <laughs> AKA killing someone. Yeah, and I don't know what you're talking about with the other guy, but so, um, Sh uh, Shebs. Yes. Th I'm saying, remember, there was a thing where there, one of the belts was clearly lesser. The yes, SmackDown absolutely. belt was clearly the lesser Which heavyweight belt. Which because it was such a cooler looking belt. And it was, and but the cool thing about it was it was like, all right, well, you could throw it on guys where you're like, do we want this guy to be like, have the same notch as Hogan. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, And totally. now there's this weird thing where it seems like the black belt feels like the lesser belt. Totally. Well, it's because of the brand split, right? I mean, isn't yeah. that like part yeah, of the Yeah, but I'm here? saying the lineage follows the black belt, right? Right, but now I think, they're I think they really, really want the universal title because it's the WWE Universe. They want that to to eclipse the importance of the lineal title. They want to make the WWE Universal belt like the biggest deal in the world. How long is that belt around, the Universal belt? I don't think it ever goes away. Yeah, so I'm saying that I think they're trying to make that the quintessential yeah. WWE belt because yeah. of the... How the could they... Okay, could they collapse the other belt into the Universal title? I would love... Give it the lineage... 
I would. And they l- could do that, right? I hate having two belts. Well, the way well, wrestling's going, they're gonna have two belts for for a long time for as foreseeable future. I mean, think about all the NXT guys. Right. <laughs> crazy. They so might have to have a NXT's third belt. NXT's making more belts. I'm like, yeah. geez, yeah, Louise, I know, I know. we don't need more belts. Um, are you guys? How do you feel about NXT right now compared to the? Like when we were at 31 in San Jose, like that roster versus this roster. Uh, But okay, hang on. It's not a roster versus roster question alone because at that point in time, NXT was sort of peaking in terms of coming out of the closet on being like a major brand and a promotion. And so I think for one thing, there's a certain nostalgia because we can look back at the talent on the main roster today and say, wow, can you believe they were all there? So sort of unfair. You have to like ask this question three years from now about this NXT roster. But also it was they were playing smaller houses. And so you're sort of getting an entirely different experience and you're having a, a different connection. And it also felt like NXT just came out at that moment and people were like, holy shit, what is this? So. I don't think it's fair to compare roster to roster. And certainly my direct answer to your question is like, then. Because we sat in the first row. It was in a very small house. And it was an incredibly stacked lineup given where we are today. It was a particularly special experience because people were like, oh my God. By the way, if you remember, NXT didn't even sell out that. Or it's not that they didn't sell out. I don't think they sold the seats to sell out the room. We bought... Fourth row tickets for ninety dollars on Ticketmaster. Different era, different NXT era. It's like it was the best kept secret in all wrestling. We saw Finn versus Neville. We saw Finn hug all the New Japan owners. Yeah, remember that? Because we were in their seats. No, we got kicked out of the New Japan seats. Yeah. So where are we at? Uh, AJ versus Shinsuke. We both. Oh, we all chose AJ, right? AJ. Yes. Okay. Yeah. AJ's across the board. And then that brings us to, uh, well, oh, we got to do Cena. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that last. Okay, so Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, I mean, I think Roman Reigns, no question. Yeah, I think Roman Reigns. <laughs> he's a no-brainer. He's a slobber knocker. Lesnar's already announced that he's going to be it's, fighting it's in UFC this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we believe that it is a straight-up, clean Reigns yes, win over Brock. absolutely. Correct? Yep. 100%. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cena-Taker. Okay, so Cena Taker. Here's Where the first is question. Cena sitting? Where, That's the question. Front I row Pro- somewhere. He's going to be seated pretty close to us. Yeah, we'll be hanging with Cena. What, what do you get? Oh, what? I just have a question. Before we get into any, do you think that this match begins with Cena in the crowd? I think it begins with Cena, center of the ring, coming out to do some hype man bullshit. That's where I think they debut take. I think Cena's going to be... But Cena has to sit in the crowd at some point during this mania. he will be sitting in the crowd the whole mania. So then he comes in to do some kind of, like, cut some nice promo. Yeah, like, oh, it's been so great being a fan. You know who he could be? He could do the rock slot of, like, we have 87,000 people here. That's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to be like, I've never been prouder to be a fan. I'm having more fun than anybody. You're saying in the ring. Yeah, he'll come in the ring and be like, this is... Look at that match we just saw. We just saw Finn Balor win the IC title. And you're saying he comes to the ring from the seats. From the seats. Dan? I, I, I... well, I'm on record already on how I see this going. It's like I think they're really gonna play up this fan angle. Like they're gonna go to him. Like it's gonna be like Charlie Caruso, like on the so side. So he's in a seat. Yeah. Not like not at the announcer's table. He's like sitting in a seat. Yeah. The whole time we'll be sitting in a seat. I think that too. Yeah. He's gonna be there, and he's gonna be like eating popcorn, being like, you know, being like, I'm having fun. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm kind of. It might be more fun from this angle. I feel like I'm having a great time. This and this, and then I think the way I. Pre- the way I wanted it By to happen. By the way, I like Charlie Caruso. Like, I think she's doing good stuff. Yeah, she's doing yeah, a good yeah. job. Um, so the, way I wa- uh, the way I want it to happen, more. the way I want it to happen is I want them to. <laughs> the way I booked it was he interrupts a match. 
Taker gong hits middle. I was saying Usos uh, Bludgeon Brothers match, Bludgeon Brothers clean house, and when they're in ring, Taker shows up because this way you don't expect it at all. You don't at all expect Taker to show up. That's the key to so it. You're saying mid match gong goes off, Taker shows. I think Taker comes up. But and what's I w- the, explain the logic of that to me. The like, why? Oh, the logic is that the logic is that the way to book it the most exciting way is to do it. Completely unpredictably, but does why does it have to interrupt a match? Can't the gong just go off like oh for time? <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's just like why fucking there's like that match. It's like we don't need to see that match. And I think also you have Undertaker coming. Well, that match could not could doesn't even need to be on the main card. There, that's the way you do it. Where the way I have it is like Undertaker comes down, interrupts that match, beats the shit out of the Bludgeon Brothers because who fucking cares about the Bludgeon Brothers? Fuck the Bludgeon and Brothers. then just points to Cena, and then you did it in a way where you're like, he doesn't have to get on the microphone, he doesn't have to do anything, just do that. But they're not going to do that. I understand why they're not going to do that. But my thing is that I don't think Cena, I don't think they should, and I don't think they will have Cena come into the ring and coax him out again. I, I don't think I don't even think he'll him. do an interview. I think he's going to, any, any interviews he do, does are going to be as a fan. I think he's not going to mention Taker at all, but he's going to come to the ring potentially multiple times to kind of swerve people and just, like, do the rock slot. Exactly that. So I have a modified version of what you were saying, Shaz. Yeah, modify me. Modify me. Book the rock alive spot. I think that Cena's in the stands. I think they could make a gimmick out of it throughout the day. Like, the the way that, the you know, they, they have hosts and stuff. Like, I don't know. They could come to him multiple times throughout the day. And I think at some point, the gong goes off. And it's on. But he never he never gets into the ring. Like I, I feel like the way to do it is to have Cena in the stands, to tease it multiple times throughout mm. the day, and then to have the gong hit at some unexpected moment, and boom, the match is on. But don't you think if he comes to the ring a couple times or gets interviewed a couple times, you're going to expect the gong, so when it doesn't happen, that'll well, I just, be... I think teasing it is right, yeah. but I feel like you could tease it from the stands. Right. And you don't ever have to do in the ring. Well, one thing I said is, like, he could talk about it. He could say, like, they could be like, Undertaker, I mean, Charlie could be like, or, you know, be like, hey, do you want to, like, try again or whatever? And then he could be like, yeah, I mean, I think it's pointless, but, like, yeah, I call on the Undertaker, and then it doesn't work. Like, I think if it doesn't work again, then I, I'm be, I would be cool with that. But if he does it, and then all of a sudden it works, it's a little corny. Is there any chance that they tease it all day Sunday, it doesn't happen, Yes. Taker shows up on Raw? Yes. You think so? No, absolutely I'm just not. Saying, it's, I I'm don't just think asking, so. is that possible? No, no, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no chance. There's no, who, You're who, saying it's who, possible they tease it and it doesn't It's possible happen. they do anything is no, what I mean. Of course, but there's no way that Undertaker is not showing up to this WrestleMania. There's no cool thing about Undertaker being on Raw. No, no one cares about seeing Undertaker on Raw. No. You want to see him on Wrestle fucking If it Mania. doesn't happen, it's some of the worst writing I've right. ever seen in my life. And if it does happen, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. The most ballsy move of all time in wrestling. Yes, I agree. I mean, not of all time. Well, not of all time. The hand is the most <laughs> yes. ballsy move of all time is the hand. May Young giving birth to Mark Henry's child, which is a gobbledygooker. The gobbledygooker is the ballsiest move of all time. Not The hand is crazier than that. Arlo, it's, you weren't around for the hand, man. It was. <laughs> did you ever see that clip? I don't think so. May Young, who's like 80 years old, uh-huh. is in a love affair angle oh, with Mark Henry. Oh, this is Mark Henry. Where, oh, where yeah, sexual this, trauma. I've seen this. He yeah, impregnates yeah. her, and they're waiting for the baby to be born. And then inexplicably, for no reason, nonsense. A white hand. It is a wh- Who cares that it's white? It's a severed human hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes yeah, out of her racist, vagina. Man. I think that is white is funny. Because that means there was a discussion about <laughs> That means it wasn't Mark Henry's biological uh, birth biological hand that came hand, out. Yeah. They didn't even bother to get like a mulatto By hand. By the way, Mark Henry, Hall of Famer. Hall of Wait, Pain. Is that a long I, I, you know, I don't long say that term, right? What? 
I'm not going to repeat it, but when yeah. someone is uh, half and half. I don't know what you call okay. it, but I just, I just <laughs> want to say that Mark Henry is a Hall of Famer alongside the prestigious Kid Rock. Yeah, and the prestigious <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do have the president in the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's a good Hall. Look, I hate Donald Trump is with a burning only- passion, yeah. but the fact that the president is in the WWE Hall of Fame really gives some credence to the Absolutely. WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, not, I, a, that's not as crazy as Donald Linda Trump. McMahon being in the cabinet. Didn't, didn't vote for him. I despise him. I have a hard time talking to people who did vote for him, and if you stick by him, that's it. But as a wrestling personality, a, he, deserves a plus. To, he deserves to be in the He earned his spot in that Hall of Fame. A plus. He didn't earn his spot as our president, but he earned his spot in the Hall of An Fame. An actual billionaire who will take a stunner? Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. Are we losing, like, uh, fans by bad-mouthing Donald Trump on the podcast? Do you know I haven't been. I'm, I am. I actually uh, am a Trumper. No, you're not. What's it called? I don't even know what it's called. A deplorable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I am I am a deplorable. I'm in the. I'm a basket I have my own basket. I'm in it, and yeah. I'm a deplorable. Um, I, I guess. I, I guess. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I, I've listened to other podcasts where people are like, "Don't hate him," right. and I don't turn him off. I don't turn it off. Right. I mean, he's saying things that are too hateful for me to get behind. Uh, uh, you know, I don't need to. So, like, I think being silent is reckless of me on here. You know. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. Um, does he if probably have some policies I agree with? I'm sure. Well, we're we really getting into politics on this okay. podcast all of a sudden. If this a was deep a deep TV show, show it's if we were living, think about sure about on. Here, like, should I should I just be like neutral or whatever? It's like I don't know. I think we live in a real divided time, so just ignoring it is kind of a weird right. move. That's yeah, how we also, got like, here. you live True. in like Silver Lake. Like, who are you fooling, <laughs> dude? Like, oh, you're gonna be neutral out here? I, I've seen where you live. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's a bunch of like-minded jabronis. There's never been white flour in my town. Okay, oh my goodness. So anyway. Every one of them is softer than the next. Everyone just walks down the street crying all day. <laughs> no one's baked with an egg in their life. Bunch okay. of softies. So, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, I mean, how do I think Taker thing is going to happen? I think it's going to be super simple, and I think it's going to ultimately be the right call. It's like, it's just going to be like, uh, Taker Gonkets. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just shows up. Yeah. Why, like, why no, actually, he... I think what's going to happen is, is like, the Kid Rock is just going to start playing. Sure. I right? Think I, think Kid Rock, I think Kid Rock is going to factor. No, that's great. I really hope. And I'm, I'm, I'm gun to the head. Kid Rock's playing Undertaker in. Yeah, I think And that Kid American Badass song mixed with a little gong, yeah. I'll, I'll pop for that. Yeah, I would pop for it. Why isn't the right move just for Taker to retire? That might be Six one of years ago. Kid Rock's better songs, the American Bass. Uh, Kid Rock's <laughs> best song is Ba with the Ba. Obviously. And his second and that's best such song, a wrestling song is Photograph. Is Cowboy. No, his best song is, is Photograph. Wait, 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 is there a Kid no, Rock, there's a Kid Rock song? A picture. Look at this photograph. Look at this photograph. Because every time I do, it makes me laugh. Every, uh, that was, the, t- the timing on that was very unique. You missed every beat. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. You ended it. You. The only thing you did was end at the right time. I think we're getting derailed. I think it's time. We're going Cheryl down Crow. to New Orleans to see some good friends of mine. Horrible song. So bad. But, yeah, so uh, who wins Taker Cena? That's the question. That's, a big That's how we question. end this right now. Big question. And we're heading over to NXT. My voice is strained already oh for Mania Week. I have, I, have I have one thought, which is like, you know, Taker's such a mark for the business, and he's always like you go out on your back you know right. brother like right. you gotta go out on your back right and I, I think that was last year though so it's like like it's Taker going out on his back again and right. like what does Cena need to win 
I don't very th- confusing yeah. to me. It's very confusing, which is kind of exciting because you don't know which way but it's going to go. part of me also feels like Cena's a huge mark for the business, and right. he's like, I want to go down to Taker. Like, I, w- I actually want out a show of respect. I want Taker to go out on top. Totally. Not on his back. Right. And I want him to go out on top over me. I want to be the and guy so to do it. my prediction is Taker wins and retires. Interesting. I like that. Yeah, what do you say? Um, I Look, I'm just going to do, do this one down the middle. I don't feel good about this. I think this is a real... Who the hell knows what's going to happen? Yeah. But I'm just doing the, the obvious choice, which is John Cena beats Undertaker, and Taker's done. Okay. I think um, Undertaker wins. And I think that... You think he's wrestling for a few more years, right? Didn't you say that? Yeah, and I think, I think also, I think the way to play this, on paper, a couple things. So Cena has been coaxing out the Undertaker, has been calling him, they come wrestle me. And so if Taker, if Cena wins... It looks real weird. It's like I called this guy out to win, and then, like I couldn't win any matches, and then I called out this old guy, and then I just pinned him like an asshole, you know? Like yeah, I think, but the Taker has a he has a, like a little bit of age is not clearly not an element no, here. T- for I mean, Taker to come out man. of retirement, you think about this moment that's going to happen. I think what you do, what they're going to do, is different than what I predicted the other day. But that's kind of the beauty of wrestling. Things are changing by the moment, people. Breaking news: They do Lesnar reigns, and everyone's looking at the time, being like, "There's more time on this show." <laughs> Or whatever. Because that's like a four minute match. Right, right, right. right. That's going to happen. And then they're like, all right, let's let's have Taker come out. Let's have Taker win. Cena's maybe, I don't know how they go into it, whatever, but Taker wins. And then everyone goes home happy. Like, it's such a great way to end WrestleMania. And then Taker, we finally admit to ourselves with Taker winning, what we're doing is admitting, like, the guy's not going to retire. He's not going to retire after a match. He's going to see how he feels January every year. Right. Every year he's going to be like, how do I feel in January? How the old knees and Dude, doing. that's a new way to retire. Who cares? I want to watch him wrestle as much. You say you don't want to see it. I want Taker's on WrestleMania card I, is, is fucking fun. I want to watch can, it can forever. I just, can I clarify my point? It's not that I don't want to see him wrestle. Yeah. First of all, it's very confusing to me why how he feels is totally disconnected from how he wrestles. Because... Even if he's feeling good, his matches seem to be stinky. But I want to clarify my point, which is not that I don't want to see him at WrestleMania. It's that I don't think he needs to wrestle. Like, his entrance and the pomp and circumstance of the whole thing is fine. He can show up. He can be Taker. He can walk out. He doesn't have to wrestle. Yeah, but He can be an attraction for WrestleMania. Can you apply that logic to Daniel Bryan? Can you say, does Daniel Bryan have to wrestle? I mean, he already had his. He's not going to top thirty. Yeah, but Daniel no, Bryan but that's doesn't totally have the career that Undertaker's had. Yeah, come on, had. I, mean, I can Bryan apply the logic to the Rock, to Hogan. Like right. they come out, they show up, they wave. I mean, Stone Cold. Right. Like he's a legend. All he has to do is show up, and it's fine. Taker on the card. It's cool that every year it's like, is it going to happen? Like whatever. I think the thing is that they need to start moving his matches down the card, totally. and just start making them be like, all right, we see a Taker match, and if that's what he wants. By the way, if it's me. I think going out on, on your top. back is cool, like the way yeah. like Austin went out or whatever, where you're like, and 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 Sean, where you're like, I'm out and I'm out, Flair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. f- you know. Yeah, uh, to uh, be fair, Stone Cold and Sean went out like injury. You know, like clearly any of these guys that aren't like incapacitated or incapable of no, retiring. Austin had that match with the didn't he? The Rock retire him? He, yeah, the Rock pinned him, and so yeah. So I'm saying like he he said uh, if, you know uh, anyway whatever. Point is is that Taker already blew the retirement. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. it's already and every every year we go and be like, is this his last match? Is this his last match? It's just like just as if we start establishing that we don't know. You know what I mean? This guy loves well, this. Well, they just made so, a big deal a of it last year. That's it's all. It's a new kind of thing, which is a guy who's year to year. 
Yeah. And he's always a threat. The Brett Favre of wrestling. Yeah. Yep. And I think Cena, the other thing is Cena's going to go away to shoot a movie or something. And I think Cena's comeback, when he comes back, is all about getting belt 17. And it doesn't matter if he won or lost, because we're already right. in Dark Knight Returns. Cena. Right. We're already in the... It never matters if Cena loses a match, just, ever, because he has so I want to see Cena x-rays. I want to see x-rays of his knees. Yeah. I want to see x-rays like, you should... I want doctors being like, you shouldn't be doing any more 16s of good things. Like, no, I gotta get 17. <laughs> Real quick, if you think about who's gonna be gone post this mania, it really clears the path for Roman Reigns to be the guy. Absolutely. That, it's up to him, and what it's up to him is he needs the shirt off, and I'm not kidding anymore. I know <laughs> Now I'm, I mean business. I understand <laughs> that I've spent the five years of my life. The thousandth time you've said that, now I've you mean business. I've spent five years of my life talking about this, but it's uh, Reigns right now, if he wants to be fucking the, the guy, what he does is tonight he shows up in undies, okay? Oh, and oh, he yeah. shows up in undies, you know and pop- I'll get down to my undies. But by the way, to bring this whole conversation full circle, to bring it to my point of what wrestling is all about, there would be no bigger pop at WrestleMania <laughs> than if Roman Reigns came out in his underwear. Do you understand? Uh, I'm not telling you. Biggest pop. The biggest pop of the night. I'll go. I'm all in on Reigns if he does that. Sure. 100%. I think we all are. Yeah. He's backed it up with the talent. He's backed it up with the. You know, he's <laughs> yeah. got the mic around. All he needs now is the outfit. Okay. All right. And on that note, I think it's a good place to end it. What do you think, guys? So this is our WrestleMania preview roundup rodeo show. And uh, it's in the books. Our predictions are in. We're about to head over to NXT in a couple minutes. So uh, we're going to do a post-WrestleMania episode that's going to come out on probably Monday at some time. We're going to, uh, you know, just we're going to just be like, were we wrong? Were we wrong? Did uh, <laughs> How did we feel? What was the moment like? Did the pyro... Make Arlen's hair grow back. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, quick prediction on that? No. Yes, it's going to happen. Anyway, hey, everyone, if you enjoy what we're doing here, if you want to support me being able to come down to WrestleMania every year, become a patron of this podcast, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. We fucking live the gimmick, baby. I'm here in New Orleans, okay? And uh, maybe pick up a T-shirt, prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians of wrestling. Right now they're running this weekend, 20% off. Uh, um... Uh, sale. Okay. Anything you guys want to promote? Check me out on Twitter, D Black at D Black Attack, and I'm going to be putting Instagram stories on my Instagram at, at Dan Black Attack. Uh, this is guys- Arlen. Do me a favor. Don't look me up. Don't <laughs> seek me out. I will find you if necessary. Uh, and of course, you could follow. Elation. <laughs> you could follow me on Twitter. Uh, I have a hundred. I have a thousand and three followers. That's somewhere between a thousand and four moves for Chris Jericho and a thousand and one for Dean Malenko. I am uh, at Sierra Hotel Echo Bravo India Romeo Oscar Shabira. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 